You're listening to Thursday Nights, Season 4, Episode 51. Just ahead of Bear Jaw. With her quick stride. Long looking stride. She's kind of like a skier. I forgot that you charged Running, those. running through the snow out on the outskirts of Settlestone. Only because Mark asked me to. Towards, well, Bear Jaw, Bear Jaw leading from behind. Uh, As I do. Uh, towards where uh, she saw Scrimcorn burying the baby. Burying her, the baby. Her fox's <laughs> eyes. Your fox's eyes. <laughs> Rounding the corner around a large snow dune. Is that what they call them? Snowbank. 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 Snowdrift. Snowdrift. Tokyo snowdrift. Uh, Drewston and uh, and Bearjaw see mm-hmm. uh, see ahead of them uh, some lights. I assume you have torches. Yeah. Lit up. Uh, actually, you know what? Describe your little your little mm-hmm. camp. Um, you got told recently that you're leaving. He's gonna have torches up. He wouldn't have a tent or anything, or like a, a lean-to. Um, you know, also know that he was he was uh, he had just gotten your message, and he's basically on his preparing to come back, wrapping it up. Um, but uh, there's actually, yeah, it's really just like a small uh, small campfire that's there on the dirt. Um, there's, yeah, there's there's actually nothing. There's no there's no structure kind of stuff there. But you do see the campfire. Just a little, just a few couple logs that are just burning. Probably a magic tree. Yoo-hoo! Uh, <coughs> does... They're not quiet. Yeah. They're easy yeah. to see. <laughs> this is first Has Bear Jaw ever been He's quiet? He's through the branches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, and the baby? Why <laughs> is the doorbell ringing? Stay by the stage. That's, that's unusual. We play in the evening. Was, uh, you get butters, I'll get the door. Mm-hmm. All right, hang on. So, what a Fine. terrible thing to take care of the pee. Is this CPS here to hold me away? You're like, hey, I got Dan's phone. It's like, what is Dan holding? <laughs> That's not Dan. It's Dan at the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no wonder he couldn't find his phone. Hey, hey guys. Uh, is that the thing? Did you hear that headline about those poison sandwiches? Um. Oh. So they left their lights on? Uh, no, they Trick-or-treaters. It was a package, which makes sense because in December they really start delivering pretty late. In the dark. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. And the baby. What does uh, Juice yeah. spots the baby? No, 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 no. I'm the dungeon master. I'm. First of all, he didn't bury it right where he is. Okay, so it's not lit up by torches. So I'm telling you what you've seen so far. Great. And you can only see 30 feet in the dark. That's true. So, uh, you see Scrimcorn over there. See Scrimcorn. Him. He doesn't say anything to Scrimcorn. He oh, looks at the baby. He heard, yeah. Where is he flying? Uh, he basically, so Scrimcorn's made a little clearing of snow, uh, or in the snow. Uh, he kind of flies a quick circle around. And uh, it's do 60 you, feet. Do I see just there. <laughs> I mean, 
And I see a you flying custom. Yeah, yeah, I said you see them right. approaching. Everybody's got dark vision. They are being loud, yes. and you see them. Jason's hot wings, by the way, glow with green light, similarly to the magical energy of Anga that you have seen before. Oh. Uh, Scrim is going to... Hello! <laughs> is going to head over... Uh, is going to run over to, uh, to, the, to where he buried the baby. Yeah. Okay, so as soon as you start flying over, you see Scrimcorn, what, sprint over... Yes. Uh, sprint over <laughs> about like, 30 no feet away that. from the clearing. Yeah. Drewston so heads, heads that direction. Scrimcorn and... So race to the baby. Scrim- Drewston sees Scrimcorn running towards a hole in the snow that seems to be filled with water. No. Up to the level of the surface. Uh, he He's not like trying to snatch a baby out of Scrimcorn's hands, knowing that Scrimcorn is a powerful and strange druid, but he says, uh, Scrimcorn, where's the baby? And Scrimcorn, you see, uh, you see where you know the baby was. Okay. Uh, no confusion on that. Buried him in the Now, uh, was it now, or no baby there, and filled up, like, to the surface of the snow, what looks like murky, brackish water. Uh, he, he stops in his tracks as soon as he sees this, um, uh, clearly rushing over to, um, I mean, his body language is clear that he's run, rushing over to... To pee your... Yeah, to, to yeah. grab the baby, um, because, because he knows Dresden. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but as soon as he sees the, the brackish water, um, definitely kind of just, like, the sprint, like, slowing down to a walk, and then, um... I think you nailed it. And, uh, and, yeah, and he, yeah, he does kind of put his hand up with this. There's no baby here. Uh, what baby? I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. Uh, <laughs> Maybe that lopes over the See, that scoreboard ran over his spot. Stops and says, no baby here. If I Keep going. What yeah, you Justin do? sees this and <laughs> says, uh, did you, did you drown it? Uh, is it beneath those waters? Uh, where is it? <clears throat> I got helps. Nope. I buried it right here. He is telling the truth. Bearjaw, like, Bearjaw's ste- caught up now. Ste- he just catches up. With its head above the surface, it was bundled up and happy as could be. Given the situation <laughs> at hand. When I left it, but, uh... It passes the rules of the circle of truth. Yeah. The witches... The witches had some interest in it. Tristan lands. And he... Uh, we lose the concentration on the wings and they dissolve into green light. Uh, the, yeah, green light. Uh, and then he pulls from his pocket something he hasn't used since he's on the Citadel. It's a little... The night color was <laughs> No! Oh, that would be badass. <laughs> I'll raise the baby for the day. There's like little bubbles. And it's an oversized <laughs> ear. Uh, a little fungus that is uh, worshipped by the goblin slave keepers and allows them to detect thoughts of treason and he uses it as his ability to cast detect thoughts, which he's had ready. Is it, uh, it's instant? It's an action. It's an action. So right. he takes it out and he starts focusing on it, uh, saying, uh, 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 
a kind of translation he's done of the prayer they do to their gobliny gods. Gobliny gods, but kind of leaving out the prayer more, putting in just kind of like the rhythm and, and intonation of it, which unlocks the magic. I see. Not a prayer to the goblin no, god. No, no, it's no. just the the general yeah. sort of yeah. spirit of the. Baron would disapprove. Yes. Scrim, <laughs> Scrim looks like he's preparing like for. That <laughs> For an attack, like yeah. he, see, he sees a spell being spell being cast, and he doesn't, you know, shoot anything from his holster. He's he's definitely uh, so, like not all magic is fireball. Yeah, what do you, on yeah, the round that I cast this spell, sits down I can focus my mind on one creature, and if it has an intelligence score of uh, four or higher, point. Uh, he does. <laughs> my only twist ending. <laughs> my weakness is my one strength. Um, uh, and do you speak languages? Okay. Uh, so I learned the surface thoughts of the creature. What is most on its mind as that at that moment? Are there any saves involved or no? If I want to go deeper, yeah. So if not, I want to go surface levels automatic. Then there are saves. Um, he's definitely. Uh, I don't, so I don't know how. Uh, I'll, I'll just start talking. You tell me. It's you can't yeah, cast yeah. a spell so on me right on now. This, on the surface level, um, he is uh, he's kind of irritated, kind of exasperated. Um, but he definitely, what I should say is his his surface thoughts kind of match his body language. Um, that he he doesn't he's he's not um, his surface thoughts don't have any like. <clears throat> How I stop from him from finding out? Oh, I hope he doesn't. Yeah. You know this, that kind of thing. It's not like the kind what of what that's he having stuff. of the baby on um, the surface, unless he's like trying. No, he, this it's pretty surface level stuff. Yeah. Is he is um, he definitely so so on the on part of his surface thoughts are definitely kind of exasperation at his friend and party members and kind of like kind of adopted family. Um, there's that kind of that emotion. At the same time, there's definitely a uh, ominous. Reverence and fear slash respect. Um, I'm using a lot of words. There's this is the this is the emotion yeah, yeah, yeah. that you're getting um, towards uh, like uh, of, of the situation because it's kind of uh, he's it's the 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 face on his mind is the face that was on his face when you've seen him the couple times completed a witch's task. Yeah, where he's like satisfied, but also like um, he's he's tense kind of thing. This is not like a he's super happy. He's, he's not happy. Yeah. That's clear. That's Does Drusen get from his thoughts like uh, I guess uh, what Drusen's wondering here is literally what happened to the baby? Like did it is it just like sunken beneath all this water? Does he see in Scrimcorn's surface thoughts what happened to the baby? Like uh, I guess they turned it into water or they took it or something. No, yeah, is there an inclination? No I think yeah. that, that on, in terms of 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 that for the surface thoughts, I think it's um, there's. Okay, I'm trying to I'm trying to phrase this. I think you right. gave all the surface yeah, no, no, thoughts. No, no, no. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. That's that's not there. So, yeah. uh, Justin. Um, no, no, he does not have an image of like the baby in some like yeah. home underground. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or like I went and hit it in my pack. This is yes, misdirection. Yeah, that's exactly. what he. I think that's what he was doing. Exactly. misdirection. So no, I think that's what he, why he cast for it. next time. He was hoping to find where you put it. Yeah, right. Jason says. Uh, I'll use this. Do the witches time. have the baby now? 
I would expect so. If it was just gone, I'd be worried about some kind of wild animals. And then... Like a small fox. Is Bear Jaw there? He says, (laughs) was that your fox? Yeah, well, who can truly own a fox? That thing did not deserve to die. (laughs) You killed a fox. I didn't kill a fox. You definitely put it in the path of its own death. As you guys are discussing, he eventually vine whipped it. I forgot about that. Yeah. As you were (laughs) discussing, uh, as you were discussing this, the the brackish water is like it's it's seeping into the snow, and and the the water level is just shrinking down and down and down. The snow around it is turning a uh, like a sickly brown as it absorbs the the water in this. Some takes like he hadn't detected that spell. He's not going to try to go further than that. He, He wasn't doing that as an invasion of privacy, but just to be like. This is the quickest way to find out what the hell is going on here. That's a good point. Um, I like that. Like that. Uh, and uh, and he looks at that spot and he looks at uh, Scrimcorn and he says, um, "Looks like we're on our way to Deepamaskar. Perhaps you'll be wanting to stay on this coast with your damned witches." And he spits on the ground and then he turns his back, and starts walking back towards town. Oh, walks back. No, no angry flying. No, he's walking He, he dropped his wings already. So he can stomp in the snow. And my concentration and I can't fly anymore. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Um, trying to fly angrily, like, like real hard beats <laughs> of your wings. I mean, you're like, not as satisfied. A lot of vertical, not much horizontal. <laughs> 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 um, I'm getting where I'm going at the sex beat I'm The scream court is anything definitely heard him, but he definitely doesn't, um... Uh, rise to the bait. Yeah, he 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 doesn't. Uh, yeah, he 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 doesn't he doesn't directly respond. He 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 kind of just like shrugs and uh, and just kind of waves it off. Not happy. There's definitely not like relishing the moment. No. Um. But uh. But he's but you guys basically when I talk about irritation, you guys know that Scrim gets irritated a lot. I like he gets irritated at most interactions within the party. Yeah. And it's really just a scale of that. Um. And this is just kind of on that spectrum. Uh, we had a good time with Bladderball, though. Uh, when that you, was a good yeah, time. Were good. <laughs> but you can't play Bladderball. You understand ball, right? me, right? You can't so play Bladderball. Keep the interactions going. So he, um, so he uh, after you had said, you know, the circle of life with the, the fox, and he says, well, that's true. I mean, it's just one fox. But uh, was, you could have could have just asked. You told us to leave, though. I mean. And I, I think we did ask. I mean, yeah. So then you used a fox to spy on me. So I feel like maybe just pressing the question would be in the same category as... So next time I will not leave, even if you ask. I understand now. Your ways are complex, but I will understand them one day. But, but lack of subtlety is my way. <laughs> um, and he kind of looks irritated, but he... Um, More so, dicks up one. Uh, he says, uh, Baron sent me a message. I take it uh, they're all a little concerned about what the witches have me doing. I mean, I do not know if they are concerned or not. If they ask you about it, maybe they are curious. Drustin definitely wasn't happy. He's Drustin. <laughs> Scrim nods. Are you all done here? How are we going? Was it Oilvane tramping out in the snow after him as well? Or is we back in the bar with uh, uh, He never said he was coming. No, he said yeah, no, he he wait, you oh, did he say coming. you were coming. You've been lurking in the back. He's not as fast as a flying Drusten or a... Or a... So he's got left behind. He just seems to be like stomping angrily towards you through the snow in his ride. Back to town, Oilvane. Let 
let him play it. What's he yeah, say? and he looks up and goes, uh, <coughs> Your brother is sick. Yeah, yeah, he says, uh, You and your brother come from a, a, a poisonous father. And, uh, Oh, God. Your, your brother's more like him than he thinks. And then he just brushes by him and keeps going. Ooh. What does all they do? What, what, what happened? What? Got Ted's. What? what uh, <laughs> is he following him back to town or going on to Scrim He stands and kind he's of looks standing. back and forth. He's, yeah. like, he's trying to figure out which way to go. So he's kind of just looking back and forth towards town and back towards where. Uh, you can see. Yeah, you were there, and you can also see a little flicker of the lights. So you're, you're close enough to see where Scrimcorn and, and Bearjaw are. Mm. Uh, so Elvain walks up to uh, where Scrimcorn and Bearjaw uh, Bear are. Is it? What happened to Jeff? Scrimcorn is stamping out the uh, the campfire, kind of kind of spreading her out um, to uh, so we. Can, we may never know. Looks like he's kind of kind of breaking down the area. <clears throat> he says, "Gone. Most likely the witches. The witches took. They they wanted him for something. I had no idea Justin was gonna react that well. Never mind." <laughs> Makes sense. <I> <laughs> now that I think about it, kind of like he, this is definitely he, he, you. He, you see him kind of like look a little bit like a look a little bit vindicated. Like, like really? Yeah. I, that guy. It's being ridiculous. What's a what's a baby between a couple party members? What's a human baby? A human baby. We all hate humans. It's like a dime a um, dozen. And so he, uh, yeah, he finishes having out. He says. He does, but he doesn't want to kind of go into a lot of detail, but, um, but he says, uh, I hear, I hear we're supposed to leave tonight. That is, yeah, that is what Baron said. He says, all right, let's, uh, let's head back and, uh, see how the, see how the other cousins are feeling. Because he definitely, yeah, yeah, that's what he said. Get the hell out of this thousand horse town. Yeah, he's, he, he, he looks so exasperated with the situation. And There's clearly, so many dwarves here. Like, already done with this place. Um, uh, kind of happy. Like, when, when, when he talks about when he talks about what's hitting the road, he's like, yeah, let's, let's get back out there. Awesome. It's uh, great. When Jason gets back to town, uh, where are you guys by now? At the bar. They're, in, they're still in the bar. Okay, so no, where? He, but how let me many see if this works for the bar. Yeah. I like that. Feeling this knob. There we go. He pushes his way into the door, closes it behind him, looking really grumpy. And he goes to the bar. Uh, and like when he had told him to pack up before, he looked really shocked. He thought they were going to be there for you know, six months until all their friends gathered. <laughs> but he takes out two bags of gold and kunk, kunk. It says, uh, our share from Krunjakar. It's 944 gold each. Here, cousin. Here, cousin. Box says, lower your voice there, Justin. <laughs> Not the business of everyone at the bar. Plenty of thirsty mouths here, I can promise you that. Multiple heads have, like, yeah. turned and looked over. He turns to the... I'm not going to give them, like, the, like, back the fuck off look and then turns back to the table. He turns to the barkeep. And, uh, he puts down 30 gold pieces. And he says, uh... If you're brave enough, you'll take this gold. And then he puts out his collection of uh, writings and drawings of Kundrakar. And he says, you'll put this up on your walls till I return. 
So there's any who wish to learn about Krunjakar before those slow pokes from Mithril Hull get back can come here to learn about it. What say you? Whoa. I'm not a museum, I'm a bar. <laughs> pay, pay 60 gone. <laughs> yeah, the museum license. He's on the attack. <laughs> uh... He's at the bar saying this? To the to bar. The to the, the guy who Baron has known, the, the owner. I know who you're saying it to. Okay, yeah, Where yeah. are you physically located? at the bar. So you handed the gold to them yeah. at their table, then Doop. walked over to the bar. Doop. No, so he's clearly we're, we're emotionally we're upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I assume they were at the yeah, bar. We're, like, we're alongside the bar. Just, like, I, shoulder to shoulder, I would think. I, Oh, you guys are at yeah, the bar? Yeah, we're at the bar. Yeah. We're drinking. You you had a table before. Oh, yeah. Well, so you said, were at a table. He said we were at the bar, so I was rolling with that. Um, you where, said where? you were at the bar, as in... They are up there right, ordering right, another location in the city. Uh, very well. I, I will be where, where Kevin wants to put us for the scene. Which okay, I mean, it was just you two. Does it matter? It was. It was. Right, so, it matters to me where people sure. are located. So, where did you... All right, so where do you imagine us? We're at the yeah. table. We've had one. <laughs> yeah. It's time to get into the round. Do we get up and go to the bar and then just don't go back to the table? No, we like our table. We're, we, we like our we're, table. We're, we're, table. We like we're our back table. to the table. You're also we're waiting for like six more people to come back. Yeah, so. Uh, 100%. I just yeah, I was trying to roll with him. He put those down, then he continued the street line. All right. As if he'd been thinking about this on the walk back. The bartender. His big red hair and big red goatee. He stares Druston down. And he says. I can't take this. He says, he says, uh, uh, he says, it's a generous offer. And he pushes it back. What stops you? He says, he says, he says, you've been causing trouble in this town all day. And he says, your business, it's yours. He says, but you can't be asking me to put that up on my walls. My place will be burned down by morning. Uh, he... Says, not thought barbarians were brave. And then he goes back to the table. I'm brave. Uh, he sits down, takes out his quill and ink. He shrugs and keeps cleaning mugs. And writes a litter. And he looks at them and says, This one's not to Adric. That was <laughs> my next question, actually. <laughs> Mark is strangely the one kind of leaning back and just sipping at the, uh, the old ale. Uh, knowing that a wonderful bridal this week, Herr Cousin, perhaps one to take the edge off as we <clears throat> conduct our business here at this late hour. Uh, I'll ask the barkeep for a growler. You seem to like that one. <clears throat> he... Perhaps two, Cousin. <laughs> After all, I'm buying, but you're carrying. He says, uh, it's on its way. You guys are shouting in the bar. <laughs> it's not the first growler. Uh, Tristan says, uh, Duma's on There's her way. There's a couple other growlers already by Baron's chair. That's right. <laughs> Duma's on her way from Snare Cliff with uh, whoever that uh, cowardly man we freed hired. Oh, I've been collecting on her on her journeys a collection of knowledge of artifacts, and I don't want it lost. For traveling the ways. Yeah, you send it on a donkey across the... Across the... Uh, <laughs> that was an act of kindness, cousin. <laughs> just, a, just a prompt. Are you guys not asking anything about what happened with Scrimcorn and why he didn't come back with the two people he left with? The, uh, the... I am not at this point. Things have been pretty bing-bang here, and he's like, of course, up in his... 
is ire. So yeah. that's just, not coming up. That's I'm just not reminding you of the uh, uh, of of how you left it in case you yeah. forgot. And, and I will say, along with that, it's like Mock pretty was just like, don't leave, don't leave, don't leave. Bear job, you're gonna go with them. You're gonna go oh, with Bear yeah, job. Okay, get the hell out of here. Really, like, literally, just want to take my first sip. Right. I Which I think also speaks to the trust that there is kind of implicit in this level of scrim. Like it's mm-hmm. just like these guys are gonna go. It's gonna be a scene. I've had my own scenes with scrim corn. We have them every day. Like. Go to your thing. It's easier than talking him down. And as long as there's bear job, to make sure he won't get clubbed on the way there or back. Anyways, so a little bit of a side. That's his. But yeah, he says, uh. Baroness lets Justin talk. Yeah, he says, uh. Well, we're on our journey to wherever we went. And don't. Um. How far away do you think he is? Uh. Oh, seems like it's like another week or something like that. One more away on the road, I can give a message to Delg and my father and have him keep an eye on it. I'll, I'll just leave a, a, a hair for him. Fine. Thinking, uh, if he's with Duma and Duma has all the things, he could just set it up for me somewhere in Sword Coast. Keep things running while I'm out. The random what are guy? We? Yeah. Hiring on the random guy. If the guy's <laughs> willing to travel from Snare Cliff to here, he's looking for a job. He might also yeah. be unloved yeah. and with you no friends. You might want to consider leaving payment so with someone here as well. I? Uh, so he writes a letter. It says, To thee of Snarecliff. Oh, to thee. Thank you for your services. You're just the one I need for a new venture. In Duma's pack, you will find all the you need to set up the reliquary, a collection of artifacts and knowledge I've gathered in my travels. A tasky of circling <laughs> the Sword Coast, putting up the reliquary in towns, charging whatever you find appropriate for entry. You may keep all profits. The great secrets of this world have been buried away for too long, locked away by those in power. Turn <coughs> the knowledge to the people, instructions included. Drewston Green. And he's gonna put this letter with 50 gold, which he owes the guy already. Uh, I think it was 50. Probably. And then another 10 as a bonus. Mock says, he <coughs> lit. So, am I, is the letter something that, like, I can look over? Yeah, he's here? not keeping it hidden. So, Mox says, uh, Cousin, all that gold you've got flying about, you'd need some sort of protection or another. This, uh, person of Snarecliff, how do you know he's a trusted employee? Some sort of guard or guide or hell? And I can't believe I'm saying it. Even Ogda could be better than nothing. <laughs> he shrugs and he says, I've got to take my chances. I mean... What are the odds that he'll even be back here? Uh, maybe add an addendum saying, if you don't want to take the job, leave it with Del Gabaldark of Mithril Hall. He nods and he puts that as a PS and then he puts PS and he says, I am a powerful wizard. Do not steal from me. Mark's <laughs> uh, like, Oi, that's the spirit. <laughs> a, a little of the fear in him is a healthy thing. <laughs> thing is, I can't even use sending because I don't know who it is. <laughs> no, you cannot. Just because he's don't. a legit quest giver. This guy is going on an adventure. Yeah, he's on his own he got, adventure. He's going to get like a note and he's going to find a note. go to the bar for a drink and see like a, a yellow exclamation point parked in his head. I guess I gotta so use my payment. The letter and the stuff and kind of uh, 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 wraps it up in like a package. Brings it to that bartender again. And he uh, says... Let me... Can I talk with you, cousin? I know a man. Uh, I, 
Right. Ah. Uh, well, did we ever establish this guy's name? Who? What uh, guy? The bartender? Let's be honest, Baron doesn't remember. <laughs> Baron does not remember his name. He's the claw of this He's right. like... Ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Bloody Sorkin. Oh my God! He walks up. He remembers that he doesn't remember the guy's name. Oh, He's this like, is, "This is Cognac." Ah. I know. Just let him. Let him go. He's like, "Ah, I've known your family for quite some time, on and off the years. My cousin here is uh, wants to leave some uh, a letter to someone who's delivering a package to this town. Thought you might hold it for him. Would you be uh, willing?" He says, "I respect you." Uh, I respect the Baldurks as much more than any other man. He says, what's your friend here? <coughs> he says, he's, he says he's been stirring up trouble in this town. Gonna get, end up with a knife in his back. He says, I find myself a tad hesitant about taking a... Marker. About, about holding a letter of his. Uh, I've read the letter. I don't think it should bring you any trouble. It's just uh, a job offer for the one who's delivering his merchandise. A donkey and some gear. Uh, he looks to Juristan. My cousin speaks of the truth. Well, that's all well good. He takes the sealed letter, I assume? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's like a package as well. And it says Duma the donkey on it. Yeah. He says, well, no, when who should I give it to? A man with the talking donkey. <laughs> he raises one eyebrow and says... That should be easy. <laughs> and uh, he tucks it beneath the uh, tucks it tucks it beneath the bar. Appreciate your uh, your assistance, and he throws out a couple of gold on the bar. Gives <coughs> it to the next venture like was too lost in the town. <laughs> Very good. Uh, and goes back to his table. Yep. Jason goes back too. Goes over his notes. Do we, do we get do we get there by then? Or are you taking Yeah, about now, uh, Scrimcorn, uh, Bear Jaw, and Oil Vane can make it back to town. Yeah, I don't know if you guys had any other. Did you. Dwarf only business? Did, no, no, did you guys want to oh, talk about anything on the walk back? I wanted to. Uh, Oil Vane's like, I swear we were, we were gonna talk, we were gonna ask you about it after the fact. We just wanted to give you some time to, like, you know. He says, bury Brother! In the snow. Were you part of this magic fox business? Yes, he uh, caught the fox. 100%. You definitely were. <laughs> <laughs> Scribbles She's giving happy. him credit. Scribbles happy says, "You caught a fox." I caught a fox. Yeah. S- uh, sparse wildlife. Fuck it was my idea in the first place. But, uh, okay. All right. Uh, I'll literally well, I'm happy that you whose idea it was. Yeah. So why do you have that idea? <laughs> All works out. He says, "Well, <clears throat> I appreciate the." Uh, it's my first time seeing through an animal's eyes in that way. Very um, interesting. Well, uh, very brief, very short looks. They're very darty. Well, it wasn't wasn't too jarring when I uh, got rid of what seemed to be a spy. It jarring. definitely was not moving like a normal fox. But didn't really think it through. Yeah, we did not think it through. As well, all the same, I appreciate the uh, the extra space so I could uh, do as the wish it, which is asked. To bury the baby in the snow. Yeah, and for the record, uh, you're nothing like a father of ten. <laughs> just in case you thought that was. <laughs> so just in case you said that. It's like 
<laughs> been touched by that? Whoa, like, I guess thanks. Yeah, that's her. And you are Thank also you. not Thank like you, he says, that. yeah. He says, likewise. We've, uh, we've been you fortunate wear many that the, more clothes for the apple has fallen very far from that tree. Uh, it's a for oil vein, that's like the most heartfelt compliment he could give somebody. Yeah. You are nothing not like Ted. You're not like my father. You're nothing like Wow. Thank you. Wow. Hey, I mean I just, that. You I remind just... me of anyone but my father. <laughs> wow. Good uh, And yeah, so, so it seems like... It seems like the, uh, the, the Odd Squad... Uh, uh, yeah, the, the, they're, they're not... They're, they're as broken up about it as they were... Upset about yeah. the baby situation. Before, so it's all it's all fist up. bumps and nods over. Here. Like the fact that they had to check back in on you, like did that all come up. That they had to check back in, right? Like they they, they left. Oh, the they fox. Like, um, but, but then just the whole idea of like, well, we got to check back in. Scrim, like, does that come up? Um, no, no, uh, no, because uh, <laughs> we're just very curious. I don't know. I, I, I want to role play it. Right, actually, I, I, I do want to role play. Um, <clears throat> he says, uh. <clears throat> You, uh, we're always, always welcome to ask. I'm, uh, we did, we did I'm, not ask. A, I'm not a private guy. Uh, you, you, you were pretty cagey. Yeah, I mean, you seem kind of uneasy about what was going on. I, I needed to, I needed to get it done and was honestly not, uh, not thrilled at the task ahead of me. I mean, it's not fun. Yeah. It looks like everything turned out. All Everything all right. is fine, all baby. Right. Is wherever the baby is, yeah, not man. frozen. Witches are happy. I'm Bones. happy. I mean, uh, we, we seem pretty yeah. happy. I am okay. My chain is very not my happy. When we get back into Settlestone, but uh, yeah. next I mean, time I will pick smaller animals, <clears throat> perhaps yeah. bug. That's a good idea. But uh, knowing that uh, you two don't have any qualms with that kind of stuff, that's. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, if it was just oh. if we came back and we found a dead baby in a hole, I mean, I feel like that's a bit disconcerting. He's a, that that would be really unfortunate. Yeah, for I mean, the baby. Yeah, that and, would. And uh, I guess you, Drustin, would be not as happy as he was, which was still not happy. It seems like a really roundabout way of killing a baby if that was what we needed to do. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm saying also there are easier ways to kill a baby. I mean, I don't. I agree. Really, yeah, I don't understand. And in fact, switches. most people burying them in the snow is probably a slow way. Really, you just leave it alone and don't even bury it. Like, it'll yeah, over time. This is this is true of human babies. <clears throat> Goliath babies much stronger. I mean, the, the I witches. <laughs> these witches. I mean, they're mysterious, and I don't understand how they work. But I don't really understand how Ben's more didn't work. So any of our these other deities and gods that exist, so... I am quite simple. I, really I am just very strong. What was that? I am just very strong. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I know that. <laughs> well, that is simple. That is understandable. Oh, that is true. I mean... Much protein, you become strong. Yeah. You see. Just a lot of physical fitness you'll be able to get to her level. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> Solve that question. But yeah, so I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not gonna ask too many questions about the witches because I don't. I mean, no, you, I you don't make away. any sense. Uh, that's. Uh, <laughs> no, it's kind of quiet. For <laughs> yeah. Like I can't. Definitely. I can't. can't, can't argue. Argue. Yeah. Definitely with you on that one. <laughs> mm. Anyway, let's head back. All right. And uh, yeah, I think we just finish our, finish our walk and get back to uh, 
The bloody sword. As soon as they enter, when they <coughs> enter Scrimcorn, he stands up from the table and goes to his room. Oh. Without saying anything. Passive aggressive dressed him as the best. It's better than straight aggressive. No, no, I love it. Magic missile! <laughs> <laughs> straight aggressive. Well, that calls, creates mobs in the town square. <laughs> um, Get him! Knowledge is a powerful thing. It is. Uh, He's aggressively spreading it. So he's he's gone away and uh Scrim makes his way over and uh <coughs> he orders a drink, he's not he's uh doesn't doesn't avoid doesn't avoid the sauce. All is well, the baby was gone. Yeah. I know just, gone. Yeah. Like gone. Not present. Vanish. Is this a very full bar? <laughs> there are a lot of people well. in this bar. It is it is busier now than you have certainly normally seen it when you visited before. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people in here. Um, is the father still here? The father? Of the, father the baby of the that, the baby. that Scrimcorn put up. Uh, oh yeah, you guys left. Uh, yes, he went back to his table and he's he's swaying in his seat and like collapsing down onto the table and like continuing to drink. He is, he is gone. He's a human. He's a human and he's drank as much as Mock has since Mock sat down. He's drinking his feelings and he has very many feelings. I would love. I would love another one. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay, but. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So, you guys are arriving in. Yeah, um, uh, okay, you're saying that as kind of where maybe as we're sitting down kind of thing. Um, Scream actually doesn't sit down quite yet because I forget the, the father. Um, and, uh, and when you're, when you're saying the baby is gone, he just, he just says, All is well. Is, Do not worry. The, the baby is the no witch, longer. The witch has wanted it and goes over to the, uh, the guy who's, um, who's swaying. Um, so you guys have all walked back into the bar? Yes. Yeah. I, I walked into the bar. Yeah, yeah at the table okay, with he's at the table doing his thing. No, no, he went, he left. Oh, Jason left immediately. As soon as Grimcorn entered, Jason stood up and left. I missed that. Okay. He, walked up to his room. he went up to the room. Uh, over to the room. There, there's ale on the table, and Mog just gestures. Oh, just so when Scrimcorn was going over to yeah. the <coughs> drunken father, he sees you wave yeah. him over, and he and he said, you know, he yeah, motions yeah. like like one second, and he's gonna go over to the father, um, and uh, uh. and takes out and and uh, and kind of actually doesn't even touch him. Um, Cursed. Um, uh, and he's he like moaning as he's sort of moving like, around. Like spittle on the bar, right? Yeah. He tosses a gold onto the table. He said, and he sees it. And he goes another round. And he says, and he and he for me. And he says no. And he turns around and says, don't listen to that. Um, and uh, and he says, he didn't even get the guy's name. Awesome, perfect, even better. Father. Uh, Dude, he, he says, he says, my bro. He says, go home. Get drunk. It's all. It's all been uh, a dream. It's all done. The witches got what they want. What they wanted. This is the witches. They eat my baby or they light it on fire. I don't know. And but, then he uh, just collapses back down onto the table, sobbing. Uh. Aww. It says, go on back to whatever town you are from. If your wife is back to normal, good for you. If not, sucks to be you. Maybe. That's your last. Um, Try harder next time. Uh, if not, forget all this ever happened and 
find a find a new place to live. He gets up and grabs the coin and says, oh, find a place to live. And he starts stumbling towards the uh, stairs. And then you hear a thud, 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 thud as he gets to the stairs. Oh, he fell down the stairs. He does not go. He does not go investigate. Uh, he sits back down at the table. Not my back to sobriety. <laughs> um, I wanted to say uh, before Drewson left with mock everyone's share of the gold. Yeah. So we normally do that when we get into town. I want to do it before we leave. Sure. Oh, I thought there was a chance you split everyone. Oh share yeah, with just the I thought that was like likelihood. Well, I thought it was going. Scrim doesn't get his well, share. Uh, Take this gold. We're getting out of here. You don't like golden. You're related. So she doesn't like golden. Bear jaws busy. So, uh, Greg, do you want me just? I mean, I could give everyone platinum, gold, silver, and copper, or yeah, just yeah. give us gold pieces. What would you? Platinum, gold, oh. silver, copper. Yeah, platinum, gold, silver, copper. We've done both in the past. Uh, uh, I, I don't care. You can exchange it in this town. This is a town that has a lot of coin. Not for staying. Not for not staying. I mean, throughout today, throughout today, when you yeah. did a lot of things. Do you guys? I get my uh, change in small bills. Do you guys? Uh, you like I'm getting to do it in gold. Then. Like gold. I like hundreds. I like to see. Should we change it in gold? Uh, okay. Nine hundred forty-four. <laughs> Everyone gets nine hundred forty-four gold. We're going back to zero in the... The, the ledger is the zero. Ledger. Make sure you write it down. What does that mean? Oh, I see. <coughs> hey, I can upgrade well, my lifestyle. Sam says he's going to need it. Yeah, yeah, he's he's not not I can pay back Rick. <laughs> yeah, how much did you owe? 22 gold. Aww. Officially backing up my character. <laughs> I haven't done that yet. I'm back in. I made a copy of it. Just because you made a creepy. copy. What's of a What's Because a I almost accidentally deleted all my money at one point, <laughs> and there's no like Been go there, back man. to a previous version. Been there. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, everyone <coughs> sits down at the table with uh, with the rest of the crew, kind of looking, kind of looking exhausted. Um, and By the way, that, that's ninety pounds. Yeah. Whoa. That's uh, total. Baron, I need to, I need to add something to my scrim pouch. Does that automatically come into this? Like, when I put my currency in here, does it I don't account know. for weight? I don't know. It doesn't, actually. The, okay, uh, the good to gold know. Is not I, don't, I don't think we need to worry about it. Yeah. Off of the, well, the my encumbered weight is 360, so I'm it, pretty it, good. Well, let's do it afterwards. Let's do it afterwards. Yeah, yeah same way. You don't yeah. mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, if Bearshot dies, you basically have this, like, giant mule covered she in your stuff. Falls in the stuff. lava. She falls in the lava underground. We just build a town around the fallen body and use it as our wealth source. Use it as your so uh, let's play out the scene here. So he, he sits down and uh, and starts uh, sipping his drink and um, passes the nail. Your, your cousin seems uh, moody, pretty maybe like stronger than normal. Pretty miffed. <laughs> We're out of the other one. We're now in the pre miss uh, I'm sure you buried the hatchet. It's done. No, he buried the baby. Of words. Um, <laughs> It was a baby, not a baby. Uh, and and Scrimcorn is not, not... When you When he was cagey about it before, that's definitely kind of the more secret that you guys have seen him. So he's, so you, I mean, he's very open. He says, which is, uh, which is one of that, that child. Which is bewitching. Told me to, had me buried out in the snow and pretty quickly it was already gone. Before Dresden got there. He's taking it pretty hard. Kind of I mean, I'm waiting. But Mark is waits for Baron on this one. Baron, 
Um, it was a very bad thing you did. We'll have to discuss it on the road. We've got. Uh, if we stay the night here, he says, "Oh yeah, you wanted to get going." If we stay the night here, we're going to get caught up in uh, some legal troubles. It is. It is. I'm not going to be to leave. Legal troubles. Mm. The law. Adrix has a claim on Kundrakar. Like it's a, like traditions, but more boring. Oh. There's a dispute. <laughs> like an honor dispute, and we fight. No, not exactly that. That is boring. It is. <clears throat> I do a not... boring dispute that takes a long time to resolve and takes lots of talking. You'll know it is much faster fighting. And if we don't leave, much we'll be stuck faster. here for who knows how long. Well, that okay, there's the we have a coliseum. Berja. <clears throat> the Goliaths will fight whenever they want. The gods will fight whenever. So you are saying Goliaths are like gods. I like this. When someone breaks the law. And so, like my cousin says, shunning. We we're, do good shunning. we're at risk of those those rules being broken and the, the force of uh, Mithril Hall standing at the gates telling us not to go. <clears throat> Is that where I think he's coming from? I would like case, to see them try. If that's the case. Defeat all of them. Now, glorious battle. Right, and kind of like, it's ready to stand with corn. Beardon's like just bringing the, the dwarf to her face. Come on. <laughs> Steps over to your table. Hey, dwarf. What dwarf? That's gonna be ready. That's what she says. It's a dwarf. <laughs> Do we recognize him? <laughs> you don't. You don't recognize him. Okay. No. I will fight all the dwarves. Anyone who says. And Mock doesn't. No one. No one recognizes him. <laughs> Uh, and I speak dwarf now, so I can say some things. And he says, Ah, it is you, Mock Fullhammer. Oh. Mock got a head buried in a pretty amply sized flagon, <clears throat> lowers, lowers it slowly, a little foam on the beard, and gives <laughs> a belch. He says, Who wants to know? I think this dwarf does. He says, The names. I forgot to grab a name. Oh, I don't have my page open. From uh, my page. Gilder. I normally have my generator open. Just let me get my generator open because yeah, 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 yeah. it, it will help with all future things. <laughs> then. Let's start talking about our neighbors and their cousins. Thank you very much, Sandy. delicious. Wonderful. They're so sweet. How's the uh, people on that side of the table? How's it compared to the first round? Sweeter. Sweeter? This is the pre-made stuff. I haven't had this brand before. It's well. Didn't stop reading them. I can see them. His name is Bearjaw. Uh, name is Bearjaw the second. My son. <laughs> Jeff. Awkward. His name is Grizzly Bearjaw. Grizzly Bear. He's grizzlier <laughs> than me. Seems derivative. Cousin is Kodiak Bearjaw. Polar Bearjaw. That's me. Yeah, there's that right. Kodiak Bearjaw. Cousin is. Panda bear. Panda bear. He is not a real bear. The name is Gamal Stoneshaper, clan craftsman. He says, and one who bears the title, he says, with honor and respect, unlike you and yours. And he spits on your table. Bear Dog puts down her drink and says, what did you say? No, I'm kidding. I understand it. Maka, uh, when he says that he, he, he is a clan crafter, there's kind of like, you know, the other shoe drops and he kind of lowers his uh lowers his uh his flag into the to the table <clears throat> he seems a little rattled for sure 
and Bearjaw jumps quickly to the fence, but he puts a hand and he says, Bearjaw, no harm should come to this dwarf. That's what you say. He is being very rude. He says, uh, <clears throat> he says, but he is being very rude. He says to a, 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 a colleague of great talent who is laboring to bring, to recover from past misdeeds. You should show him the thing you made. He says, oh, yeah. He says, he says, and he looks to Scrimcorn, and then he looks to Oilvane, and I see, I see this is the best company you can keep these days. He says, uh, he says, you dishonor your family, you dishonor your king, and you dishonor the title of the clan's craftsman. Bear's not just giving you a look. And like. that mock stands up. Baron also stands up and says, walk away now. Bearjaw stands up because everyone's standing up now. <laughs> you can see that there's like another table from the direct direction he walked from where there's a couple other dwarves and they're sitting there with flagons in their hand and there's a flagon left on the table and they're like looking over with wide eyes. Excited or like worried? Like That's their friend. Uh, no, it's, it's a pretty <laughs> obvious look on their face that is similar to when you guys are drinking with Mock, and, and Mock gets, gets up, up to go confront Mock. somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> so I use so I now, use the uh, the, so the shoe drops. Clear, That's a clear example of the shoes on the other foot. <laughs> so the, this is this is now just to be clear on the visual here. You're standing up. Yeah. You're standing up. Bear just stood up. Well, and just to be clear, like, we stand up, he stands and up, Bear and she just like, on going. <laughs> head like, leaned against the rafters. <laughs> he actually takes a step back when Bear gets up, looking up, and he looks back to Mom. Have you ever been crushed uh, by a He's got a, a smear on his face. We stand up, too. I would like to do an intimidate check. Oh, fuck, with us? You should get an advantage. And... <laughs> that's that's not for me to decide. Like but what are you trying to accomplish here? <laughs> my 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 what I'm trying to accomplish is to so force I would like to, to force an to, apology. To be clear, yeah, with the social social uh, uh, encounter uh, ways is that you speak yes. until I call for a roll. Very well. I will call for a roll. Although the motion itself is so a let's, form let's of intimidation. Let's be intimidating. The, the, you know what the yeah. motion is. At first, I would like to say just to request an outcome. What I'm trying to do. Yes, tell me what you're trying to do. So, that is helpful. Yeah, yeah. So Mott is trying to force an apology. Now there was there there has been there has been an insult leveraged, a very public insult. Now, is it baseless? That's up for debate. That's up for debate. <laughs> but he's trying to he's trying to force an apology here to recover some some pride, some dignity. Ah. Uh, and Bearjaw will recover some teeth if you don't, so. He crosses his arms and he says, and and as he, he does, he gestures, he gestures to a, a very ornate uh, brooch that is pinned to the, uh, the, the tunic of this dwarf, a clear indicator of his status as craftsman. And he slowly kind of he's like, like... He's like even pumping out his yeah. chest, like pushing it forward. He slowly retrieves uh, a fine chain around his neck upon the end... Uh, the, uh, yeah, which... which Hanging Sorry, around that chain... Strong. Upon is, with the witch, the end. Yes, upon Twitter. the end of which is <laughs> hung a, uh, a very, a very uh, delicately kind of inlaid, uh, but very sturdy-looking chisel. Which is the symbol of Mock's clan the status as a clan crafter, and he pulls it out and just hangs it kind of on his own. Uh, it, the way the, cha- the chain 
kind of hangs. It, it, it goes over over the over the heart. Kind of again, it's where it's how it's worn. Hit him a roach, mock his chain. He hangs it over and he says, he says, your concern over my misdeeds and life are not to be judged by you, though you hold the same rank as I. I stand here today as a full-fledged clan crafter, and what you know of these people amounts to as much as the honor you show today and the besmirchment of our own of our own rank. Yes, he says, Any, anything that I owe in recompense to the clan crafters can be served in better company than you and your ilk. And your, in your harsh words today, do us no service. Uh, he says, as my own misdeeds of the past, I demand that you take back those words and have the rest of your night to yourself. Give me uh, the intimidate check. And it can be aided by your party here. You only get one extra die from the aid. Of course. You get to decide who's providing the most uh, uh, intimidation assistance in this uh, particular situation here. Everybody stood up with you. Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, that's huge. But is it going to be the disorienting manly odour of Scrim? Will it be the sheer brute and the brute, brutish <laughs> size of, uh, of, of Bearjaw? Trustin will... is in his room. Yeah. <laughs> or will it be the absence of Dresno? Or, or will it be? Or will it be? The, the honor and respect that the Baldex command. Indeed. And then, and then, oh, go ahead. Scrim wants to get out of here when he knows that we're trying to leave <laughs> and there's legal issues, which is Scrimcorn's least favorite type of issue. <laughs> <laughs> he squeezes that cockroach. Oh. <laughs> oh! A little tray money. Well done. <clears throat> and uh, again, if this were, if this were a, a, a noble and reasonable conversation, as we just had with our, with our, you know, you know, inside Miller Hall, <coughs> it would definitely be the Baldur thing. But when you're gonna intimidate, you need power. There's a. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, and someone acknowledges the fact that Mock is in the wrong here. He's just trying to overcome yeah, the situation. Uh, we yeah. got... 12! Plus that a, d4! A, a 15. 15! <laughs> oh. oh that's, pl- that's, that's plenty. Uh, Eat it, dwarf! And, and it was Bearjaw's role that we took here. Yeah. Yes. A- and and Scrimcorn's Scrim Scrim aid. You see one of the other dwarves <laughs> stand up and take two swift strides, especially for a dwarf, over to his... They're uh, They're not long. Over to his friend, and he puts a hand on his friend's shoulder, and he says... He says... It's not worth it, brother. Uh, not worth the teeth. He says, You heard the stories as well as us. If this comes to blows, we won't win this fight. Uh, you should listen to your friend. And he says, She says in Dwarven, because Even can if do there's that. truth in your words, he says, This is not the way to go about to expressing it. Oh, and the guy. Who could still fight me? Fuming. His mouth is tight shut. Nostrils flaring as he takes a couple breaths. Bear Judge just slowly cracks every knuckle individually. Just. And he said. Well, that one hurt. He says. I'll retract the statements about your friends. Uh, Mark says, I'll, I'll earn the rest of that apology and come find you in the future. He says, see that you do. And he gives him, like, the curtest, like, like, to you. like, the good most, day to you, sir. the most sharp and severe and kind of, you. like, like, bow and zunt kind of, like, farewell that he can, and just, uh, stares him off as he, as they withdraw. 
they walk back to their table and sit down and the guy that confronted you he doesn't sit down he just sort of like he says no we're done here and he uh storms on out and his friends like "Ah!" they finish their uh pints and head out you embarrassed him after a couple minutes you embarrassed him in front of the heroes aye and before we sit down I think that's uh a good enough time as any for us to be on our way uh Mock Mock looks around and he says aye and then he looks at you and he says thank you uh, I'll fetch Drosten. And some growlers. Well done, Bohemian. I'll meet you all outside. Uh, I may owe you a bit more of the story after this, but not until we're well clear of the city. I still think we should have punched him. That's why I, that's why I need you around in these moments, Berja. <laughs> Twelve answers to Scrimcorn. Uh, please explain to me what happened <laughs> later, since he doesn't understand any of the conversation. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> That was all of Mormon, definitely. Shout out the language at you going. It was like a yo mama dwarven battle. <laughs> he was making an angry face because everyone else was making it. He was I love that. Some guy starts walks up, speaking gibberish to Mock. Mock stands up, Baron stands up, Baron stands, stands up, Scrimcorn stands up, Oven's like, stands up. We looked at each other. Are we gonna stand up? I forgot he's the one that doesn't speak to work. Baron quaffs the rest of his ale, puts the mug in the table, throws a coin next to it, walks upstairs for Drustin. Yeah, rinse, repeat, mock, out. Baron does right. but only because they do, and it seems like the thing to do. There's no, there's no concept of... Uh, doing coin, that. Dwarves have a little coin. bit of style of paying the bar tab. Okay. Comes with practice. All I'm right. a friend of the dwarves, I think. That's I do that. Yeah. Just picks a random coin. Yeah. And donk. Yeah, picks All up right. someone else's coin. Picks up someone else's eye. It's totally weeks. is repacking his notes and stuff from Kundrakar, the stuff we're showing today. Oi, goes in. I wasn't crying! <laughs> 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 Goes to his own room. I admit, when I came here, I was hoping for perhaps a warmer welcome and uh, a pleasant stay among friends, but unfortunately, it's been quite a bit shorter than that. And uh, Adric is he's out maneuvering us once again, so we must away. We must find Adric. Already oh, off to squish him. He looks around and he goes, Take the lost guy. Uh, I suspect so, but we'll discuss that further once we're on the road. I know. At the very least, we're not staying here. I close him. Is that Scrimcorn coming with us? Far as I know. I didn't see why he must be with us. I mean, it makes me... Uncomfortable? It makes me think that if he just came here for the witches to give him that baby, why is he with us? Could it not be for some darker purpose? I think something to do with bear jaw. Hammerly. I think he was fairly specific about that, wasn't he? Were you? Yeah, I think he, I think he was. Yeah. yeah, he talked openly other about that. I mean, plus, let's not forget, he's uh, he was there when we received the hammer. He proved his valor as much as any of us. Since closing, I just can't stop thinking of a, a grandpappy. Uh, he, I, I still believe that when he made that deal. He was thinking ahead to the future. But, of course, since then, he's done nay but bad things. 
Well, not near, but bad things. He's established the clan and all sorts of good things. But he slaughtered <laughs> a clan of, of dwarves, and that's my main concern. That's a very large bad thing. <laughs> Should we not look out for times that we are compromising our morals, making deals with those who do not show the true and good way? Aye, the... What did happen with that baby? Since when I arrived, it had uh, been... I had vanished in its place with only cold water slowly seeping into the land. I think somehow the witches took it. I don't know. It's <laughs> humans are odd folk, and I don't know. They're weird. <laughs> if it was a dwarf baby, you can be sure that I would have been out there because there's no right way that that would have ever made any sense. But like I said, humans are strange folk, and. They made a deal, there was an agreement, there was something. Uh, Who are to we say. to question their culture? <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, he sleeps on his packs. Um, and uh, Anga's been in the room and she's just yeah. shit staring. Still an owl? No, she's been a hawk since we left. Hawk. Okay. Uh, Peregrine Falcon, actually. There's if no you way said Scrimcorn was cutting a baby's head off, aye, I would have been there too. But something odd about it it's I agree it makes me uncomfortable but at the same time it's Everything about not quite beyond the pale I just want to know cousin that when there is a clear line you won't let him cross it I follow the will of Moradin and uh if what he does does goes beyond that then I will I will do what my god requires of me hmm yeah. walks back down the stairs Mox grabbing stuff from his own room. Yeah, he's just packing his own stuff up. He was like a little bit along the lines of Justin. Justin's like, cool, we'll be here for forever. And Mox's like, uh, get my own room. Uh, did Bishop <clears throat> even get a room? She just was going to stay with wh- whoever let her stay in their room. Baron did not get a room. Or a tree. Or a tree. If nobody said, hey, Bear Dog, hang out with me, it's cool. I imagine did you she even leave her like, stuff behind, or does she just carry she, it all the she time? She carries everyone's stuff, so everyone's always coming to her like, I need this, I But need is it this. on her person, or does she have to go back to her room to get it? She has to go back to her room. Yeah, okay, she's, so she's just she's going up there somewhere, right? Yeah, she's So everyone's going up there it. to get their stuff yeah. in their individual rooms. Baron was talking to Drewson. Everyone's come out at mostly the same time, yeah, getting yeah. all their stuff. You see each other all in the hallways. Hollow. Uh When he sees Scrimcorn, he gives him a dirty look. And he says, Scrimcorn, as long as I've known you, you've been a creature of the, sword co- of the Sword Coast. I want to know, what is your business with us? Why are you willing to leave this place? I cannot help but suspect it is for some dark and devious purpose. And Baron overhears, he says, Cousin, let's wait till we're on the road. And there he says, I'll expect an answer from you later. Mock jumps in and says, ah, he says, cousin, ah, cousin, along those lines, I was I was very focused on my next beer. Hadn't had water in a long time. Should have mentioned it earlier. But the likelihood of, of Adric and his representative putting a tail on this is pretty high. Aye. If there's any way for us to find our way to the wall, clandestine style, it'd be in our best interest. You know this establishment. Is there any way that we can exit? Well, there's no wall around Silstone. No, but the, the, the tavern we're at. 
You mean just secret exit? Yeah. Like a tunnel? Like shaking the tail, like through the, through the cellar, or like this is your dwar- dwarven settlements are as much dug as they are. So he basically says, "Is there a, is there a back way out?" Uh, I mean, I knew a bar well enough. I didn't. I didn't do much digging around in the cellar. Mostly stayed in the top room in the inn a couple of times. <laughs> he just says, uh, he says, like, at the head of that front door, we will we, we, we risk uh, revealing all of our departure and mayhaps even get stopped as we exit. Plenty of the uh, host of the hold is uh, patrolling this town as well. Because this was going on, I just want to establish, when he had said that and Baron had popped in, um... You scrimmed just kind of exasperated, just ah, um, because he, because he got he got scolded and then double forbid from from retorting at all. <laughs> Irritation, but, but you can see that he he values he values having Baron at least a little bit on his side. So he kind of like that was his interaction there. It's wonderful. It's good. Uh, closing. Uh, could help us climb out the window or even I think if we fly? just walk out the door it's an end fly out? Mark says I know how to walk out the could window. we fly out the window? I mean mm-hmm. Bearjot could fly mm-hmm. out the window and carry half of us what? that seems like, like more of a dramatic exit than us just walking <laughs> <laughs> if you're worried we're gonna get stuck yeah. we need a <laughs> distraction elsewhere Non-violently, of course, hmm. but something going on elsewhere to get some attention. Now no, you're talking scrim. Set it something fire. to divert the forces locally. He says once once we hit the open t- the open country, they may as well just let us go. Right, let, let's let's not get too wild and crazy here. This is my home. A small fire, then. Right? No, no fires. <laughs> what, what let's just what walk out. But there's it's no the dis- first night. No one's dis- told us to put a stop on us. Let's just go. If they stop us, then we'll we will handle them. it non-violently because these are good dwarf people. I could, uh, snakes. I could also create a big snake. Diversion? A fog cloud so no one can see us leave. I right. like that plan. So get your thinking uh, caps on and consider options, <laughs> but let's just stick with plan A. Let's just walk out Perhaps of here. Perhaps we overturn an apple. Uh, Moxley. The fog, the fog person. <laughs> <laughs> the fog. A, fog, uh, a flammable fog. And we head towards the entrance. Hey, Orvain. What's up? Well, how's your dog? Snoop's alright. Have you been taking He's care still of holding him? He's still holding him the whole entire time. The whole time? The whole entire time. He looks up at you when you, you ask about him. You have to let a dog run. When you him. ask about Snoop, he like looks over and goes, Yeah, he does. Snoop does his thing because he's got his head wrapped and he just looks at you like this. You are coddling that dog. He's sick. He's going to get spoiled. It feels good to take care of him. She leaves it at that. She's like, really? Spoiling the dog. Can't argue with that. What a sweet kid. (laughs) What a sweet kid. Uh, We head towards the door, but before we go, uh, Drewson says, Colton, let me at least make it (laughs) difficult for any possible spies to see us leave. What do you mean? You're not going to blind everyone, are you? <laughs> no, but I could you raise... You know, it's big enough fire. I could raise some obscuring fog outside. Nothing too out of the ordinary. But we could uh, scurry around the corner instead of hidden down the main street, at least. How about like being seen? I am large and take big steps. It is hard not to notice. Fine. So, 
What Drewson's gonna do is cast like Fog crouch. Cloud as a third level spell, which will make it be a 60 foot radius sphere of fog. Uh, and he's gonna cast it so that it basically secludes an entire outside corner of the uh, inn so that we can. Exit the door. Here's the end. We can exit the door through the fog cloud, go around a corner, and go out back of the end without anyone. So we're not going straight out. out the door. Yeah, exactly. So we yeah. go out the but door. But only a sixty foot radius. So then we're out. You still have to walk around through the town a bunch. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. if someone's watching the front door at the inn, they're gonna see a thick fog. Okay. The fog's gonna go away, and if, we've exited the if other way. staking us out. Yeah. Basically, it's the goal. Understood. Fine. Fog won't hurt anything. Go for it. See. So, he I mean, unless out. someone trips and falls. He takes out the, the <laughs> rubbing of the the room. Oh, of the our best miner! And he says, "A uh, on I call him the legendary heat." Having heard that legend of the heat of a shuttle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, legendary shuttle <laughs> in heat. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I call him your legendary heat. Oh, <laughs> that heat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. Uh, and uh, and the the room <laughs> glows red, and outside. The, the layer of snow just heats up just enough that it starts to create this thick Ooh. fog um, outside the inn, a thick, obscuring fog. That, I mean, it's a 62 foot radius of fog. There's so anyone so who knows fog. magic could be like, that's a magical cloud of fog. But everyone else is like, wow. Yeah, that's weird. You're doing this while you're still upstairs in the hallway. Uh, so he's going to do it. Uh, he needs to be able to see basically out the door. So let's say he's at like, the top of the stairs, looking through the front way. door. Or maybe through a window? Or, yeah, yeah or whatever whatever way that he can get line of sight outside. Yeah, of easily. Place. Yeah. But so you're upstairs, and when you do this, okay. Yeah. So as you, uh, an hour. as you all head down stairs, the room is already a buzz. What's that fog? He says, it's unnatural. He says, is it, a, uh, is it an attack? He says... He says, an army could march into this fog. It's like all the whole tavern. Baron's oh. like, this is a bad idea. <laughs> the tavern is the target of, of an attack. Uh, I told you a fire would have been better. Mark just says, strange weather we're having, as loud as he can. Throw, yeah. the, throw the rumbles off of uh, I told off, him. off path. I told him. I was surprised that fire. I mean fog. So Tristan's basically gonna lead them into the fog and then like around Sneak. the corner so that they're not going straight through town, they're going through from the back. Cows up, guys. Oh wait, this Cows one goes down. this one goes high energy, doesn't it? <laughs> yes it does. Oh dang. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone you dusters. <laughs> I'm trying to find sneaky music that stays sneaky music. Look up, like, no, it's good. I don't. I got it. Big, don't we have Dax music from Oil Van? DJ Oil? DJ I, I'm not gonna, oh, no, I haven't set those up yet. It's all good, man. I'm just saying. I should open a folder. DJ Oil. DJ Oil. This is a good one. OVDJ. Yeah. So we walk through the tendrils. Bringing it up. Uh. Yes. So walking through. Cool. Mock. Mock. Around the corner. He's at the. He's at strange weather. Uh, he, he, he leans over to one of the tables that seems to be discussing it most on the way out. He says, he says, uh, he says, strange weather, but I heard it was on its way. Just to throw them off their, their <laughs> conversation. It's a long shot. <laughs> 
You hear a buzz. Someone said it was on its way. Oh, it was forecast. Huh. The wizards foretold. Amazing. I like to hear everyone in there. Like, they don't see us through the radius. They just see a wall of fog. Right, you can't tell where the edge is. Yeah. So foggy. The whole town is no, the fog is pouring in through the door in and then dissipating in the veil. heat of the yeah. tavern. So yeah. it's just like, it's constantly sort of billowing in and dissipating into nothingness. It's like they put a huge block of like freeze, of like dry ice on it. Yeah, like, it right is. Up against, yes. Right up against the wall. <laughs> uh, it's getting very humid very fast. Baron grumbles and steps out into the yep. fog. He's good. He leads him out. Mock shoulders his cloak. I puts the hood down. <clears throat> Put in my hood. Fairdrop puts on her flaming mask. Scrimcorn is going to move stealthily because he can do the whole natural inside natural phenomenon. Oh, thing, yeah, right? like, where'd Scrimcorn go? Yeah. Well, last time he... he did this, oil vein died. So he's going to try and try not. Uh... It's time to create a new pattern. Aww. Eleven. I see. <laughs> so sneaky. <laughs> Alright. Put all these rings in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you guys round the corner from the tower, emerge yep. out of the fog and the uh, uh, the streets of this of this place. It's it's nighttime and it's dark, but it's not like four AM. It's more like ten PM. It's like, a highly civilized place, like not like way after hours. There's like torch lights and yeah. like Garden. Well, it's not a real big town. It's like it's only 200, 200 population. It's a very, very small. 200 village. people, real small. We're not talking a lot of buildings either. Yeah, no, no, no. it's very, yeah. very, very small. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, Most of the is, population and civilization is inside Ezra Hall. Very prosperous for a place so small and, and well established. Well established, and it's got the guards yeah. because of Mithril Hall, and they're the trading center. So there's like yeah. large gathering places, way larger than a town this size would possibly need, because they they can host huge. Trading caravans and, and but 200 people don't need 200 buildings. <laughs> no, no, not at all, not at all. It's like 40 buildings in this whole place. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so Jason S. Baird somewhere is in that neighborhood leading us here. I assume he says, "Where are you going, cousin?" Ah, uh, oh. wait. Alex says, "Yeah, uh, <laughs> lead us out." Baird starts leading them out as best he can through the blinding fog. Well, we've exited. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, on the other side of the fog. Uh, and, uh, I mean, kind of off towards maybe, you know, Scrimcorn's weird patch of whatever in the woods and kind of looping around from there. Maybe they saw us go that way before. It's not that weird. We go that way again. There are already tracks that way, so yeah. it's not quite like an exiting the town. Mm-hmm. And then we start hitting the road. On. No it's, one stops you. It's on. It's well. It's great. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, right. uh, so, <laughs> once we're decently away from the town, says, So, where the hell is Bloody Deep of Moscow? Oh, it's a ways away, cousin. It's across the world. I hope we got enough supplies. Mark says, uh, uh, we, we need some more distance from the hall, but we, gotta, we must decide if it's over sea or. Landlord, mm, are, are we I worried that we're like gonna be on sea. our tails? That we need to just just plow east as quickly as possible, or is it civilized? The ocean path? makes no sense. Uh, I don't know if anyone's after us. I don't expect so. But it's in the morning, when you know, don't show up, they might start wondering. How how many hours do you want to travel now? 
Uh, says, perhaps the nearest place we can get some horses. Mm. Or a balloon? Mark says, I It is the safest way to travel. It would be a, a safe and, in some ways, inconspicuous way to move, but he says, uh, horses are uh, a lot more accessible, and I don't know if our good friend Grumbar has been keeping pace with us as we've come here eastward. Should we make our way back to Mirabar, find him, and... Head out? Says, I mean, yeah. we can find where he is, too. Literally, like, right, right now. Right, we could send messages. He says, well, no, no harm in checking in with him. Uh, Drewston. Silvery Moon is the next large town towards the east. It's, uh... Oh, a good, you know, probably about a good hundred miles, but... As far as large settlements, that's... That's the next large town that way. Um... If you're looking Three for bits of supplies or contacts or horses, that's probably where we head. We won't get there anytime soon. Jason whistles for Anga. <laughs> she lands on his uh, arm. Jacobs. And I uh, says, Anga, let's find that Groombar. And her eyes glow green somewhere near Groombar. 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 Uh, and uh, a creature's Ooh, eyes glow green and a telepathic link is connected Ooh, to him. answering the telepathic message. And his intelligence is at least one. Yes. Okay. Go for it. I can contact Doom at the donkey, it turns out. Mox says, um, says, don't tell him our location. You may put him in bed. <laughs> uh, yeah, he says, Groombar, hope you're doing well. Uh, where are you? Uh, have you thought of transcontinental travel? <laughs> cookie, cookie, Could cookie, use cookie. some syllables. Good yeah, syllable yeah. to word ratio. Cookie, 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 cookie. <laughs> Man, that was efficient. <laughs> so, he knows it's me. Because of the magic. Grumbar in a brothel somewhere that specializes <laughs> to turtles. To turtles. Uh, reptile brothel. So cool, buddy. <laughs> oh, baby, get under the heat lamp. They say satisfaction oh. is a addition. That's the lettuce in my mouth. Oh. Oh. Man who knows a cloak. That's the safest way to train. <laughs> if you're not trying to get there in okay. a hurry. You, what was the the, the last where, uh, where are you? Yeah. Have you thought of transcontinental <laughs> yeah. travel? Yeah, that's it. That's all. I mean. Yeah. You can send oh, a couple more men alert. He says... Grumbar hears voices in his head. God, he knows it's Drewston. He knows it's Drewston, that's part of the magic. It's Drewston. That's weird. That's <laughs> fun. <laughs> that's fun. Grumbar is taking a load off in... That's already got booze in it. It's 15%. Oh, I know. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> the fine town of Longsaddle. says... What's this journey? And it cuts off. Yes, Grandpa. Grandpa. He's in Long Saddle. Uh, do we know where Long Saddle is? I mean, you'd know what it is better than yeah, I. Yeah, you actually passed by it um, on your way up to Mirabar. It's on the um, it's on the 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 Long Road. The Long Road. I don't know if it's on that map. Okay, so it's gonna be along here. No, Mirabar. Straight south from. Oh, yeah, to weird. Mirabar or from Mirabar? Yeah, south. go through the Lurkwood. See that? That's the Long Road that goes south to Waterdeep. Okay. So it's like right there. Yeah. It's on there. Yeah. I'm looking at a more detailed right. map. Uh, well, I'm out of third level spells. 
So if it was anything else, it's in a long cell. It seems like a good enough, uh, as good a destination as any. But we're in, in the wrong direction. No, we're not heading the long cell. It's also really far away from you. Oh, really? Just, oh, well, I guess we could ask him to meet us. He is in a balloon. Horses. <laughs> horses are accessible, but uh, horses are weird. But uh, horses are weird, but also. With All our resources now, we could probably make much more consistent travel with the, with the balloon. Mark says, uh, Mark says, didn't we, did not we talk about the location of Dimaskar? Who in bloody hell knows where it is, but it's probably close-ish to Maskar. Regular Maskar. East, right? Like, the way the hell east. Why would we go north? Why would we go west? Head east. So, I mean, for the bulk of the journey, Always I mean, we can east. we can get horses for a bit, but we're gonna for the rest of this journey. For now, we can we can walk east. Let's go now. Yeah, you guys are all walking as you say. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. But and I assume walking at like a forced march pace. Yeah, yeah. So well, normal you didn't say that, but I'm assuming that you're going yeah. as fast. And it's as like this is like absolutely. nighttime. Like this is yeah. this is the nighttime time to and winter. Luckily, we all have dark vision. Yeah, so when we are manageable. Finally. Yeah. Um, and. uh Nice cloaks now, too. Yeah, good, good winter gear. Um, so, uh, shall we get to the next safest place and ask Grumbar to meet us? Did, uh, I mean, we could be in Silvery Moon in five days or so. Lots, you know, 20 miles a day. I don't know if we can keep me, maybe go faster than that. If there's a concern that, it's, that he's going to be slow catching up to us and we'd have to be sitting in Silvermoon for a while, or it would be too to slow it. to take us across the world, that's which what we're talking about, yeah. we could see if we were interested, if it's possible, to make the balloon faster in any way through some Magic. enhancements that he has on it, magical or mundane. We could see if he could build those enhancements where he is now. Hmm. Take out a use some of his own funds and pay him off when he is, when he arrives. Is Basically, the most important thing. We travel east. Or stealth. Catches us. He spends a while building up the balloon, catches up to us, and then carries the rest of us fast. I don't know if speed or stealth is a fast. I I well, ask because this Adric guy seems to be screwing us over quickly and with great effect. The more time you give him to make his machinations, Mark seems says, to be problematic. Look, we need to talk more about who's coming on this trip and why we're going. He says, uh, there's been a lot of things happening in the last few days, and it doesn't seem reasonable to head willy-nilly across the continent unless everyone's in for the journey. And to be quite honest, I don't know if I am yet. He says, uh, we need a place to, to sit and be able to talk frankly without anyone overhearing or without enemies at our back. He says, and on top of that, I've never gone any farther east than... <laughs> Siddle Adbars. The Tortured Lands. He That's says, pretty far. You have to point to it if you do that. There we go. Okay. That's a good distance east. It is. Yeah, Adbars like way up there. So, uh, He says... Uh, and I turned around once we once we made it to the edge of that ill-forsaken, uh, god-forsaken desert. I have been to the sea of fallen stars. It is further than you. He says. Uh, he says. Of course, Petra. Of course. Uh, <laughs> uh, he says. Uh, you have to be stronger to get there. You have to be yeah, stronger yeah. to get there. Very mighty, and no one doubts that. No one doubts. Uh, he says. Uh, he says unless unless one of you have made a trek such as this, we'd likely. 
benefit from contracting a guide to take us there. I mean, technically, I've been to Deeper Mexico. <laughs> but it's good. He has already been there. Point. See? And we can... already have a guide. Just can no, we go he's... the way that you went? <laughs> I wish we could. It would make this a lot easier. Would it be? Would it be? Make, would it make sense to find a large enough city that could? use some sort of magic to... Teleport us there based on his memory? I mean, no, no, I mean just to send us, use... A, I don't know how magic to, works. To send us through magic. <laughs> Not necessarily... I don't want to go back to the place he was at. That sounded like a unpleasant place. There were dogs. Mm. Greg, uh, it campaign worldwide. Magic <laughs> to teleport us to Deep Amaskar mm. or just Amaskar. Is that like, oh yeah, we know about that, but it costs 10,000 gold. Or is that like, oh, I've never heard about that in my most fantastic dream imagining. No, this is a world of, of high fantasy and great famous, crazy shit. famous wizards living atop their wizard towers that uh, so we just need uh, travel not just the world, but the plains and, uh, yeah. and ever such thing. As far as it being possible, absolutely possible, but such things are not even, they're just the dreams and storybooks of, yeah. of the ordinary citizen of the world. Yes. So, does it, does the largely power, because of the need of the ordinary citizen, which is, you which know, is also not to travel really at all. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, very extremely nice profitable it's things. Nice. Yeah, they can employ oh more uh, uh, magical transportation, but it is. Uh, so if we found a big enough it, town, it's uncommon. Maybe. But yeah, the magic, yeah. as far as like technically possible, absolutely exists. The price of such spells is rarely gold, but is usually some kind of other service, like teeth. Oh, good <laughs> uh, Even worse than that, spleens, babies. <laughs> I, uh. Please I'm not sure. Babies. I'm yes. not sure we have yet the capability to pl- of paying those prices, but it is something I suppose we could try. But then he shakes his says, "But Scrimcourt, you need to answer my question. Why in all the hills are you even coming to Deep Amaskar? What waits for you there? Yes. <clears throat> Whether we're going to Deep Amaskar or deep into the underchasm." I guess those are actually probably not that far apart, depending on your view of the Underdark. The Marching Mountains. The Marching Mountains. The The peaks of the Marching Mountains or the depths of Deep Amaskar. Doesn't matter to me. I'm following that hammer. And there's something tells me (laughs) there's more. Bear just kind of physically moves it to see if he'll, like, dousing rod uh, it. (laughs) You throw that. Don't do that. Don't throw it. I throw it Um, all the time. He says, uh, right back. He says, I'm following that hammer. There are more wars. There aren't any raging wars on the Sword Coast that I know of. But if there's one further east, I need to see that hammer crush a skull. Then bear talk. I can do that. You wear the, the, the belt of the dwarf. You speak our language now. I do. You practically got the beard of a dwarf. I sometimes do. But... Occasionally. What brings you with us? I mean, what loyalty do you have to, to this quest? If if Scrimcorn is now your lapdog barking at your heels? <laughs> he more does like groany thing. If you seek snowbing, isn't she better sought in these cold mountains? Well, that is a good question. The stories of snowbane did have her fairly spread far and wide. It's true. Had her down in Thay at one point. That's true too. This loyalty to your cause. It is complicated, perhaps. 
Also simple though. I am going to go on a great adventure to help you with your dwarven knickknacks and what not But what is truly important is that we are finding greater and more challenging foes and defeating them and crushing them, and this is good. Like a war. Yes. Bob kind of looks at him like that. Yeah. Mm. And this. Oddly specific there. This is what I. This is what I. I find good. Good in life. What is good in life? The question. The great philosopher Conan. The <laughs> great <Yeah>. philosopher Conan. <laughs> and uh, to be quite frank with you, quite Jeff with you even. I I do not mind you guys so much. You are decent people, tolerable. For dwarves, I maybe understand you a little. This Ma- is this is fairly high on my list. Mark yes. chimes in and he says, Berger, I haven't brought it up, but I can't help but realize, but even in my drunken state, I couldn't help but note that the stories you told at the uh, at the Goliath Moot. We're all stories that we shared together. This is true, yeah. You said very little of your prior life, which I assume you laid waste as many enemies, if not more, before you met us and after, but uh, we... Yes, this is true, but not as amazing. I always lead with my best things. And you have brought me to my best achievements. And to this I say thank you. But, you know, you, you don't talk about... The time that you beat this small clam monster in the Sea of Fallen Stars. Oh no, sea clam. No, you say, dragon crushed it from a mountaintop from below. Miss Forest stories go, killing a dragon does rate pretty high. I mean, I'll eat him at that. She crushed it from the ceiling. From was, the ceiling. We talk about that every day, practically. I mean, it was hell of a sight. Hell of a sight. Uh, <laughs> I was there baking in the juices, and there she comes like a comet from Morrison's uh, own arse. But without you, none of that would have happened, and I am not too proud to admit such things. A new oil vein. Oh, we are moving on from me? Okay. And another thing! <laughs> My number. Uh, what? <laughs> I, I do not know what tie. Uh, didn't know what ties you have. Dinner. Deeper mascara. They seem to be as deep as that black blood that, re- that runs through your veins. Hey, that is personal. Well, I have to say that the original reason I, I would have traveled there was because of all of you. You know, for, first of all, it was my brother, my only family that I really know. Uh, buying the scoundrel, that's my father, Ted. But I've gone to know all of you. I think of you as my best friends in my family. And I would go literally to the ends of the earth to do so, to do what you need to do to help you. But after what happened towards the end of when we were at Karunjakar, Karunjakar, but I don't, I'll figure that out someday. It's complex language. <laughs> you need a belt to understand. <laughs> I was I was in Deeper Mascot, Houston. I was there. And I don't yet understand exactly how or why. But just that it revealed something something to me and something to us as a group. And I feel like we need to go back there, at least to understand more. Not only because of 
what Arundel told us in Kunjakar about finding this person that we're supposed to find, but just I feel like there's more there beyond that. Like our destiny lies there. He nods and says, I'll understand Elvain. And Berto, mm. that belt is not the only thing that makes you friends of the dwarves. But, Scrimcorn. Really? <laughs> Do I have a good <laughs> He says, loyalty to the cause of your quest isn't what you really need right now. Because from what I can tell, most of the civilized people of the dwarven world are aligned with the person who's actively trying to kill us all. If if every fiber of my being is not dedicated to unearthing the secrets of Adric Amberhelm and bringing those those truths to light, that's not going to stop you from that's not going to stop you from making it happen. What you do need is people with you that can put up a fight and carry their own weight and get us there faster. <laughs> Mark says, I'm going to scream on that. He says, uh, f- a fact of the matter is Scrim's gods may be reveling one too many pipes, but in some ways it makes more sense to have psychedelics to be comp- contemplating on more so than just being a hand of a hammer and being like, well, off you go. He says, it makes, he looks like at Baron, he says, it makes no sense to me that we have this task at all. He says, it is not an interest of mine to serve Snowbane or Moradin beyond paying my, the respects that they do as a, as, a, as, a, as a dwarf that loves his clan and his kin. He says, I can, I can think of a, of a handful of dwarves more powerful and, and pious in, in a heartbeat. Uh, yeah, here we stand. He says, uh, the, the practicalities and the quests, he says, they, 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 it confuses me every, every time I think about it. He says, my, he says, my purposes are as they have been. And you've seen more of that this night than I really intended you to. I brought shame upon my title of clan crafter. And though you've seen a might of my skill at play, it's not the skill that makes you a clan crafter on its own. It's the brush. He says, he says, they have not, they have not taken my, 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 uh, my sigil of mm. clan crafter from me before I maintain my skill. But it's only as important as what you can do with that skill. A clan crafter who lays himself up in his hold and makes nothing and, and, and learns nothing and gains nothing is not a clan crafter at all. And then when they strip my, my, uh, my business, they stripped Hawks Regalia from me and cast me out and took away my name and my market and my, my, my patrons. They left me half the clan crafter I was or less. And unless I can reclaim that, this chisel, it means not at all. He says, he says the, the path that I walk, I'll walk side by side with each of ye. But unless it serves my purposes and gets me closer to Waterdeep, and back in back in the place, the hall of crafting where I belong, he says, I don't know how long I'll be able to sustain it. And he says, so there's money on the mind every day, every breath. 
And unless yours can help me to, to, to gain what I need, we may have to part away, family or not. You leave the business with Adric unfinished then? He says, uh, It is in that moment. Yeah. Oh. You hear a voice. You've been on the road for hours now. Yeah. Just heading generally east along the road, just mm-hmm. putting mm-hmm. speedy distance Put between you and, and Mithra Hall. Um, <clears throat> multiple of you hear voices in your head simultaneously, so let me go one by one. Uh, Are we all schizophrenic now? This is the sky caller. <laughs> Grimcore the bitch. <laughs> um, you still with that bitch, so, Grimcore? So, on, with sending, it's always it's the caster weird. that sends cookie, it, cookie, right? Cookie, 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 mm-hmm. cookie, uh, cookie, yes. Yeah. Just yeah. cookie the rest. Okay, okay. It's spam. If it's message... Yeah, guys, guys, guys. Let me... Let me say... Mock. Not mock. <laughs> no, no, no. The camera settles on mock and then refocuses to bear. Like, over his shoulder. <laughs> this is like those start in reality TV shows where it's like, who will be cast off the island? <laughs> Stay tuned. Roll, roll the dice. Uh, no. Bear jaw. Bear jaw. Okay, not bear That's jaw. That's me. I'm bear jaw. Houston. Sometimes. You're here. I've been chosen. Oh, sorry. Okay. Ow. Are you Are you okay? I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> Just a wall. Houston. Yes? You hear a voice in your head. Do I immediately know who it is? You do immediately know who it is. Oh, no. Um. Oh, boy. It's that blonde bitch, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, you don't, um... So you know who it is, but you don't necessarily know who that is. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, can I have, like, a... You know the name, but you don't... It's an IP. It's an email from someone I don't know. It's sort of a magical identification of the individual, but this is an individual that you do not know, and it says, Drustin Green. It says, uh... He says, A message from Raga Rubyheart. By uh, by the authority of Adric, it says. Shit. <laughs> says, please return to Mithril Hall at once. Uh, Super not gonna kill you. I see that. He says, an offer. Uh, for you is waiting. That was twenty five, right? I think he had five more. Please. Anyway, it's gonna be multiple sendings. Was it oh. Tristan Green? If it's multiple sendings, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be multiple sendings. It is what An it offer is. is waiting. It says, it says, it says, you can have your name restored. It says, and return to your uh, and to return to your home. It says, uh, it says, Adric. Uh, it says, by personal order of Adric. Amberhelm for your uh, for your great deeds in Kunjukar. Rita Bayer, Hawkland steps out of the shadows. Hey guys, <laughs> <laughs> well played. Uh, this happens, Justin. Now, are others receiving messages at the same time? First, Justin. Okay, so he sends back 
Om. Yeah. What's the emoji for? Was he sent back? Yeah, he sends back. You can tell Grand Pappy Amberhelm that Rustin Green cannot be bought. Needs not his name anymore. He can take that name and bury it with Grandma Lirabeth. Oh. <laughs> that was sick. <laughs> oh, no. Does that happen all at once? Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, we're doing one, one by one. Okay, so you see Jason like pause. Like, <laughs> he just stops in his tracks. Does he? <laughs> He's gone been bad at scream again. Look <laughs> surprised. The baby's alive. <laughs> and that's when Bach hears in his head. <laughs> Is it like in the middle? Like Mark was talking specifically. Yeah, in the middle. And then okay, well, yeah. you were just saying that to Jason. Yeah, 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 Jason yeah. stopped in his tracks. Okay, yeah. And now, uh, and then Mock hears, and it says, "By order of the show. A message from. I keep forgetting her name. A message from Raga, Raga Ruby Hart. Uh, it says. Do we says, know who the sender is? Just um. It's a. Uh, uh, you understand who it is, but you don't know who that is. That's what we said before. Raga, that's unusual. No. Someone may know you. But you don't know who that person is. Oh, okay. So by knowing the name of the person, the identity of the person, doesn't mean you have any idea who they are, what their station is, what their okay. job is. Who is that? Someone who you're familiar with in the spell words, but that's interesting. Okay. It's magic. Who you are familiar with. Yeah. That doesn't mean they are familiar with you. And in this case, Drusten, Normak, is familiar with them. What was the name of the person's uh, average representative at the... Raga Ruby Heart. Raga Ruby Heart. So I am familiar with her. This is but not the, the voice of the person is... that is sending it. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. It's from like the desk of Raga. Gotcha. Anyway, from the desk of Raga. A message from, from Raga Ruby Heart. It says, it says, thank you sincerely for bringing your story of Kunjakar to Mithril Hall. It says, I have spoken with Adric and, uh, and we believe that your uh, that your claim on Kunjakar has the possibility of being true. He says we are prepared to offer you uh, we are prepared to offer you a financial settlement. Uh, uh, a financial <laughs> settlement for the rights of for the transferring the rights of your findings of Kunjakar so that all dwarf kind may benefit a sum of sixty thousand gold pieces. Uh, he says will be transferred to you. He says please return to Mithra Hall. As soon as you can. Maybe we'll explain it this time. Hey, you want 60,000 gold? Mox's um, pants are gonna go tight. A smile crypts over Mox's face and he says, He says, uh, <coughs> Funny you should say that, cousin. What's he sending back? Is he sending anything back? Uh, does he have to send it back immediately? Uh, mm, yeah. basically. Basically. Like, like, in the next few moments. He says... You even say, I'll think about it. Raga, it doesn't have to be verbal. It's been so long. I love negotiating. <laughs> he says, he says, if that's your best offer, well, I'll give it some time to think. Hey, you can use that time to think if it's your best offer. <laughs> Amazing. Nice. So I was in mock, like went silent, and then he. Baron was talking to both of them. So I mean, happy to do Baron or whatever. Or, but he he would like to respond immediately out loud to his yeah, message. Yeah, go ahead. Please he say. says, uh, 
funny we should be talking about this there, man. Uh, we very just whispered in my ear about an opportunity along the very lines of my concern. What's it, Draga? He says, I want oh, a message too. What a busy little bee, that Draga. But she just, she just planted a bit of information in there for me, asking that I return post-haste to Mithril Hall, what we just departed from. Me too, cousin, me too. She promised back my name. He says 60,000 gold. Oh, <laughs> 60,000 gold! For someone as rich as Adric. <laughs> what, a, what a poor negotiator. What could buy a name for that much? <laughs> <laughs> Mark says, and, Mark, and, and upon announcing the sum, he turns to Bear and he says, he says, leave the business with, with Adric unsettled? Perhaps. Perhaps. But I'll not restore my own name at the cost of the lives and the names of my family. He says, and, uh, and he says... And then you can't hear the rest of what Mach's saying because <laughs> a voice inside your head, Baron, mm. interrupting Mach. Baron goes like... Just for saying, like... Now, Baron immediately knows who is sending the message, and Baron knows this dwarf, a... Uh, um, a it's a dwarven name. priest uh, <laughs> uh, of Moradin who works in the priests. It's someone that Baron has spoken to uh, on... Many occasions, they're a, a, a mid to high level priest uh, that, sure. that works in one of the and works in one of I the. Mean, Baron's uh, been working in the priesthood of Mithril Hall for the last. Actually, this is one that works specifically in the temple. Forty years. That is most located to the like the government center of Mithril Hall. There's a specific temple that it, that is more in the mines, the deeper areas there for for the miners that need that for, for their you know sort of religious. Um, temple Practices. needs, and then there's one that is closer to the the, the political seats and quarters where the king himself would the go to one. for uh, for his temple uh, mm. for his temple needs. And it is someone that works in a fairly high station in that particular one. Okay. Um, and you receive a message, and it says, "A message from Raga Rubyheart." It says, "Baron, thank you for bringing your story of Kunjakar." And he says, uh, to us, he says, she says, the message says, which is in her yeah. words, says, I have spoken to Adric, uh, I've spoken to Adric, and we believe that there could be truth to your, uh, there could be truth to your claim of discovering Kunjakar simultaneously, and we are prepared to, uh, uh, we are prepared to buy you out of your claim of Kunjakar, so the all dwarf kind may benefit of its discovery without any complication. He says, Adric is a man who understands the, uh, who understands the, the true pain of losing a loved one and has the resources and capabilities to assist you in your, uh, in your quest. He says, he says, you will, not, you will not be judged under the house of Amberhelm for, uh, for what you seek, and it can be done. For lusting after the grave! <laughs> And that's the end of the message. We have our hands on something called a night color whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's the message. Welcome Uh Baron doesn't give a response. Baron doesn't no response! <laughs> so so Moth was in the middle of a sentence when this all of a sudden came through. Yeah. And Baron like the next twenty-five words you think will go back. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah. No, you have to say cookie twenty. <laughs> you just let it go to voicemail? Alright. <laughs> 
And Machini is kind of yeah, <coughs> saying, rambling like, a lot, bet- betray the family and leave you worse off to elevate my own self. He says, but... So Adric's just promised me that he can somehow get my wife back from the grave. Why? <laughs> Did you what, get, uh, I didn't get anything. Have you, have you heard of <laughs> anyone else that can do that? Is that even a legitimate offer? Uh, or is he blowing smoke up your ass because you're lovesick for your wife? What has departed us? <laughs> and she is dead. I've been asking around for anyone who was even capable of such a feat, and the names I have gotten uh, were mostly unreliable, and I have not finished tracking down all of them. Uh, it's the rare individual who has the capability to do the thing I'm interested in. It is all well and good, but let us pretend for a moment that it is possible. Does that change... How you feel about the so, He offers you your name back. I? He offers to pay you off your debts. He offers me back my wife. He's offering us all our wildest dreams. And Scream was offered his heart. If someone asks, offers you something that seems a, too good to be true, usually is. But all I'm conditioned just... upon if we go back to Mithril Hall. Mark does have the capabilities of paying those things. Mark says, I like the way you're thinking, cousin. Not only has he shown his desperation, but I've sent him back a little bit of a message of my own. Let's see if he raises the stakes beyond this ludicrous sum of 60,000, and we'll see how legitimate he is. I don't know exactly how wealthy he is, but if I can negotiate him up into a sum that could not be paid, we'll know that he's telling the li- a liar the truth. <clears throat> I guess, I suppose. He says, it's important first to know if he's serious about these terms before we even consider taking them. Mark gets another message. God damn it. <laughs> Mark says, okay. Please hold. You've got mail. It says, Mock mail. Mock. Mock that mock. A message from Raga Ruby Hart. It says, you are, I'm going to do it in her voice. You are a shrewd negotiator, Mock. He says, but, and he says, Adric is not one for uh, is not one for haggling, and he says, and has felt that he has offered a more than fair price. He says, uh, he says it is what we think it is worth, plus inflated in order to uh, uh, in order to do right by you and your family. He says this is the offer that stands. Similar uh, similar offers have been offered to your companions for their part in uh, for their part in the discovery of Kunjakar. He says, as for those, uh, as for those companions of yours, which uh, are not, uh, that are not familiar to myself or the priests here at the Temple of Moradin, he says, please pass on word that they will uh, similarly be offered. And he says, fair compensation for giving up their claim, uh, their shared claim in the discovery. Maka. So reasonable. Maka. Contemplates this and he says, uh, <clears throat> I strive one day to be Adric's equal at the negotiating table. <laughs> he was unruffled and did not take the, the, the low hanging fruit. I got carried away with my own self. He simply returned the offer to me, which in my esteem makes it a legitimate one. Scrim. He could pay this tab and additionally has offered to you, Scrim, you Oil, and you Berja 
similar recompense should you join us. Or recompense of your own desire. I totally missed that part of the myth. That was... Yeah. He said, he said, to the rest of the companions, they'd be offered something of similar value. I thought that the message just said, I've contacted your companions. No, no, no. Uh, no, no. I do. I totally totally missed that. It said... the, 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 the metagame explanation here is no one in the Temple of Moradin is familiar with Scrimcorn, Bearjaw, right. or Oilvane. Right. Yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So um, you will not be getting... What do you mean? They haven't heard of me? So I, yeah, that, I, I, I got confused about that because I was, I was thinking about the... They were, lucky thinking about, they were lucky to have someone that was uh, uh, familiar with Tristan Green, but he did make a massive scene in the town and a lot of doors came out of Mithril Hall to go watch a it. massive yeah. scene? Um, yeah. I was thinking about that. my response, which is... Otherwise, it would have been a tussle. Scrim says, Oh, this is rich! So, right here, we're being, and he motions to the non-dwarves, we're being scrutinized about our priorities and our values and our reasons for on this, for coming on this, and from what I can tell, you all have exactly what you originally set out for, waiting for you, if you turn back and go back to your grandpappy. If they forget the business of the whole dwarf killing thing, yes. Yes. Maybe you'll walk back in and they'll kill you immediately. Maybe. But or slowly. it sounds like I'm now curious why any of you three would continue this ridiculous, as you said, nonsensical that we would be undertaking this journey across the world to go to a place that we don't know how to get to. It sounds so to amazing. find a man that we don't even know exists or even is a person... Could be a concept. Could be dead. The message was from a couple hundred years ago. Right. But now, I'm curious why I have any reason to believe that one or all three of you won't wake in the middle of the night and hightail it back If they do, that is their prerogative. You're welcome to. but, But if each of us is to be cornered and asked why we would want to go all the way to Deepa Mascar, I'd like to know why you would like to go to Deepa Mascar if your wife and your business and your name are being offered so so generously directly to you with with no work aside from stop talking about what you're talking about. That's exactly right. There's no point in uh, some harebrained scheme to head off into the world yonder. He says if there's a uh, if, the, if, if what we truly want, if what's in our hearts and what we need is right here, a two-hour walk behind us. <laughs> and he says, and he, and he says, and while we're talking about this, Scrim, Oil, and Bear, you know that, you know that Adric is the type of man that if he couldn't fulfill any sort of dream of yours, could at least help you on your way. And he says, and I do mean that, Scrim. I, I do mean that, Scrim, as, as, as unconnected as you are to possessions of this world. Can I jump in here for you? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Scrim immediately says, I am 100% confident that your grandfather will not be able to get me what I need <laughs> beyond what I need a week from now. He says, you know your needs, he says, but you don't he know says, my grandfather's. He says, I... <clears throat> And I know a cursed wish when I see it. (laughs) He says, uh... And I wouldn't accept any help from your grandfather if he was begging me to take it. 
He says, you, if, if you don't trust my grandfather's help, then you wouldn't trust the three dwarves that have been spending these last months with you. Because if any of us to deny that we're not a direct product of his name and his influence would be a bold-faced lie. He says, and he says, looking at you three both, it's hard. It's hard to deny this kind of offer for a man who's made similar offers to me more than once during my time. You think you become a clan crafter because you have the desire and a bit of comeuppance? He says, he says, young dwarfs will, will, will spend days in the mines with no food, no air, no light, trying to prove their worth, trying to earn that position in line so that they might catch the eye of a great master, someone who could truly train them and craft their desires. He says, he says, the opportunity is not something that presents itself to any dwarf. Sure, one must have the talent and one must have the desire, but one must have the opportunity. And with a name like Amberhelm, there was never a question. The, the masters lined up to see who I might work with, and I had my pick of the litter. He says, he says it's, simply, it's simply not an obvious question of whether or not he's, he has anything to offer that's real. I know he does. I've had it. And I, he says, and, and, and as we talk more about it, I can feel my blood rise up and my desire quicken to rush to Waterdeep and reclaim my business. He says, it's not an easy question, not for me. Colton, I would nay blame you for doing so. Uh, your, your position as clan crafter is your life, and you could have a happy one. And Cousin Bairn would nay blame you for going back. Reclaiming your wife's life would be a great thing you brought mine back. And I know it is your heart's desire. And I know that Grand Happy Edric could give you both. In fact, I would not blame any of you for doing so. But what I would get back, my name, the name of Delvinar, my, my father's name. That my mother was given was the poison fruit that came from a rotten tree. That name was earned from a great betrayal of a legendary dwarven hold. That name was stripped from me for simply asking questions. That name almost got me killed. It did get me killed. Says I would not want that name back if it was laid before my feet. Cousin, go back to Mithril Hall. Negotiate. Get what you need. Understand. Get your wife back. Find Snowbane. But I'll continue to mask her. I'll continue to deeper mask her. I'll continue to wherever I need. Because whatever Adric has locked away. It's not that I need to find it. It's that our families deserve to know what price he paid to buy our names other than the price already paid in blood. He goes kind of quiet. In that way, you will benefit from his actions. I cannot say if it is right or wrong. It is simply a fact. 
but whatever he is offering you comes to you because there are so many dead dwarves. This is a fact. If you are comfortable with that, then okay, all right. You cannot unkill them. Perhaps profiting from them is simply just what you do. But it is a choice that you must make. If it is right by you. That is it. I will see my wife again. Whether it's in this life or the next, I will see her. Uh, and I will accomplish that by following Morden's will. But does the Allfathers speak to you, Bairn? He's laid down his precepts in the Soul Forger. It's known to all dwarves. You, you were taught them when you were young, mm. and murder is certainly against his, against his will, especially against other dwarves. And if Morden, do you do you believe the journal that we found, the Hand of Dragedon? I do. And the assassins he's set upon us. He says, "I, I know they. I know they came. Was, was them? Was them what told that? What told uh, what were revealed to?" Adric of our findings so aye. quickly after we departed. Aye. So, uh, for one, I don't believe he's he'd keep his word. And for two, uh, he's, he's, he's guilty of killing a, a clan of dwarves. A great crafter, by your own estimation. And by all repute. And, uh, I mean, if I was to take his aid and get my wife back, then upon my death I'd be just separated from her again. Hmm. Through words. He says, it's through that a lot of the a lot of the ill deeds and uh, wrong choices I've made and harm I've made to my name and to my profession much of it has come with throwing in my lot with the wrong sort he says uh, young pubis <laughs> <laughs> you told me of him back in Waterdeep there strutting like a gilded peacock spreading his wares for all of the wealthy noble patrons to see god I miss those days <laughs> But I know that Pubis did not earn his earn his place. And I did for a time. And it was it was the wrong sort. It was associated with the wrong sort. What steered me from my path into into betrayal, into into shame. So much shame. And he says Though though my my workshop calls to me greater than any any long path, any any deep dungeon. Though it calls to me, though the anvil, though I hear the ring of Moradin's anvil louder than any sort of wanderlust, I must say I would much rather spend my, my time amongst this company than back in the stuffy halls of of uh, of, of Mithril, surrounded by politicians. And ne'er do wells, 
in the clutches of Adric. He's a dual politician. He says, uh, He's not most politicians. Mm. <laughs> he says, uh, And I wouldn't leave my baby cousin either alone on the road by himself. Aww. Surrounded by these. Sur- surrounded by another group of miscreants. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says, so perhaps I'll I'll need to walk a bit further and uh, and see where the road takes us. Ah, there's a good little nudge on the shoulder. Ah. <laughs> we'll talk more in the next city. <laughs> and the bright shiny coys lead our way there. <laughs> We've got. <laughs> he says. The, he says the sum has risen to sixty thousand gold. Ah. <laughs> so make sure I don't regret this day. <laughs> Fine, you can have the ale jug. <laughs> Just for tonight, though. Just for tonight. <laughs> what, what's already been tapped? Acid. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink it anyway. I know it's early up in the morning. Sorry, that's <laughs> first thing in the morning. Uh, so, man. Right, we can't yeah, march. Nice. So, uh, so should we contact Grumbar and tell him to meet us in uh, that city where Oh, yeah, it was hours ago when you're like, How do you feel about a transcontinental yeah. journey? And he was like, What do you mean? And then you didn't get back to it. <laughs> yeah, if we want to get awkward text they, messaging, but basically, if we want to just get distance now, mm-hmm. we should not wait for him. No, no. If we want to get distance in the long run, my suggestion is to have him invest in the balloon, build oh, it up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Meet us up down the road. So why don't we? we, we I think it would be it would be best for like just playing things out yeah. one step at a time to say meet us here as soon as you can. Like he should get going, and then once we're all in the same place, well, we're paying for his time. Once we're there, he can tell us like yes, I can. No, I can't. It's me easy. Right. But just just to clarify, if we do that, then we are getting to this town and we're waiting there for a while because we've established that we travel faster, more consistently in this area. Then then the like the balloon will take a while to get to where we are. That's true. I think so. We 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 would be waiting a hundred miles away from Mithril Hall and we would be waiting there for at least a couple days. We just we just don't know. Like if he, right. it, it's, it's going to be a roll. It's going to be a roll. Right. So, so we, if we get there, so we, we get there, we, we say we'll pay him. We get there and we'd be like, "How far are you?" And he's like, "Yeah, I've made it ten miles." We're like, "Fine, we're leaving your pay and we're out." Perfect. So okay. we, if we get him going, we give ourselves right. the chance. It's like we're punting the football. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll like deal that. with it next set of downs. Yeah, we need to figure out a next place to travel to after Silvermoon if he can't meet us there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be a few days away, so... Just, if, if he has to sit down and plop down and, like, in, like... Yeah. Yeah. He has to... If he might have to do that in a place that actually has... If he even can. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, let's tell him to meet us in Silver Hall. Silver Moon. Silver, Silver, Silver Moon. Silvery Moon. Silvery Moon. And we'll pay him for that travel. Yeah, I'll pay him for that travel. No matter what. Uh, Baron, so, would you mind sending this message? Um, uh, Omda's a bit tired. <laughs> Uh, he's likely asleep right now. How about we wait until, you know, it's a bit later. When the reptiles sleep. It's like... Cloaca. It's the middle of the night. <laughs> if he's got his heat lamp on, he's awake, <laughs> you know. Uh... Like we'll, get him in, we'll get him in the morning. I'll, 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 gets into his bed and then turns on his heat lamp. Amazing. <laughs> what was that total on the gold, by the way? Uh, 944. 944. You get 943. Yeah, because there's one had to have the odd number. <laughs> you asked last. <laughs> Figured. 
We more than each have 324 further gold, <laughs> but it's in gems. It's not yeah. liquid. <laughs> oh, the gems you, did, you did not liquid. You did not liquid. No, I did not get a chance. I like that we still have a group fund though. You can and I like the gems. Exchange yeah. gems. It's nice. To, I like when we pay. What's that? Like, exchange we'll pay like Dax and gems. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. For it. Oh, no. All right. Yeah. One at a time, I guess. Okay. Anyways, uh, okay. We can wait till the morning to send that message. So, are we marching till? Are we marching through the night? I, I'm. I. Mark says we'll 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 march, but let's not march to exhaustion. He says another hour or two, and then find a place that's very that's as secluded as we can afford, mm-hmm. or we as we can locate. Get he says, "Scram it off the trail. Can you find something?" And he says, "I'll find us a that gets off the trail and cover our tracks for a, for at least you know a hundred feet, so we can so we can sleep easy." You guys are heading to Silvery Moon. Towards yeah. Silver, yeah. Right. I mean, it's... It's, uh... I mean, if you look... I'm just looking at this crappy map. <laughs> Not a crappy map. It's just, you know, the light painted is all. It's, uh, you know, what what Drustin had in his satchel, you know, right? So Mithril Hall is here, and there's a road that leads generally east and a little bit south yeah. towards Silvery Moon. Yeah. yeah. Just We're eventually to probably to go... Yeah. <laughs> So Here. that's not really for well, tonight's camp. That's high in Mascara, so, that's not deep in Mascara. Yeah. I assume it's just below it. it is yeah, not. that's a great really? assumption. It is not even <laughs> close to that. Oh, I thought you said it was <laughs> no. deep, deep no. in Mascara. No, no, no. no. Said that. Mock, Mock said, like, I assume it's somewhere in the area, so he assumed east. Deep in Mascara is actually west. Yeah, yeah it's actually <laughs> on the island <laughs> on the Sword Coast. Underneath yeah. Velen. That's right there. Yeah. But so we're, not true. Get, we're fortunately yeah. extremely far west, so going east is... You know, knowing nothing, it's a good risk. Yeah, Baron knows that he doesn't know where Deep Mascar is off the top of his head. So he looks to Scrimcorn and Driston, Driston who seems to read a lot of books, and Scrimcorn who just seems to know his way around to various places. You guys are discussing this as uh, you've set up camp for the night. It is a several days journey to Silvery Moon. West will probably be a war, which is what we really are after. I'm looking for Deep Mascar. Do you know where that is? Driston. Driston. Do I? There was that pamphlet I got back from when I was in Deep Mascara. Do you still have it? Uh, I it. Yeah, I pull out that strange riddled text. Someone said it's not that easy. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard you spending any time on it. No, no, no. He, we haven't had time. He's been reading notes about Krundekar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Krundekar. Yeah. Well, you have three weeks on the yeah. road, but he read about Krundekar. Uh, it makes sense. Yeah. He says, "Do you think there's clues in this?" I mean, it might be. I mean, if this, it could tell us something. I mean, at least anything in it would be more than what we know now. Yeah, he'll take a look and look for, um, deep, like... Deep, deep in Mascara is that mu- not that much of a secret. Oh, okay. You know I, yeah, when you explained it to me before, I thought you had said it was below a Mascara. It, it is deep in the Underdark. Yeah. And it is... Scary. Uh, Se- it is said to be beneath, beneath the Hordelands. <laughs> Where Horde is lands. the Hordelands? That is way up there in the north. Oh, wow, even further Ooh. than Amaskar. Yeah. Well, High Amaskar is not that far from it, oh, but okay. High Amaskar is there. That so, is, is there like a route? High Amaskar is much newer mm. than Deep. Deep Amaskar is thousands and thousands of years old, like one of the oldest. People yeah. and civilizations in all of Toril uh, that cool. you know of. Um, Haya Mascar was founded or, or became what it is now in much more recent history. Um, 
the the deep mascar only became unsealed uh, only a few hundred years ago. Mm. It yeah. was sealed for thousands of years. Gotcha. So the people of deep mascar are said to be strange and extraordinary as while they are just foreign said to be humans I say said to be a lot here while they are said to be humans they are also said to be as different from humans as dwarves are from humans mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so so it's in the underdone you know much about it had to get there will they mm, not in that direction I mean I came out of the underdark underwater deep and that's as best as I know. I don't. I wouldn't know how to go f- into the Underdark unless we go back there. And Are then, there a lot of paths, like, down in there? Or is this, like... I mean, you, as a dwarf, know that there are lots and lots and lots of paths into the Underdark. Because constantly mining deep... Uh, you, you make to, new ones you all have the time. To, to, to battle with the problem of the of, of breaching close to the Underdark. The Underdark is just a depth yeah. underground, really. And whether, you know, you find connected cave passageways. Yeah, exactly. It does, but it's like labyrinthian. But so there are, so no, it's not as the crow flies that like you, yeah. you could essentially do on Overland. Technically, yeah. could we fly a balloon over to the Horde lands, find an entrance to the Underdark, and make our way to Deepa Mascar if we knew all the pathways? Is that a, a yeah. physical thing you could do? Of course. Okay. Um, uh, now, a drow would say... That's a that's a horrible idea. You should go into the Underdark now yeah. and travel through the Underdark to get there. Uh, <laughs> but there and is. a dwarf uh, and, and a human would say, no, ride a horse all the way there and then yeah. brave the Underdark straight and down. Grimbar and the dwarf might say. be somewhere in between. Oh. Grumbar would say, go high above the clouds! Saves way to travel. And then don't go in the Underdark. And then don't go in the Underdark at all! <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Are you kidding me? Just stay on the balloon. What am I saying? Let's go back. It's not true because the Grimbar and the and the Tortles they are they are huge uh, adventure seekers. Their entire culture, a lot like uh, uh, Goliaths in that way. Their whole life is just go see new places to make some kind of like underground travel. What if we get Grimbar to go to Deep Mascar and find this out for us? Just subcontract. Yeah, I like you're basically the, the franchise guy, mode. You here. guys go back, spend the next you know six to twelve months negotiating with Adric, uh, and send Grimbar yeah, 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 to Deep Mascar to get more yeah, evidence. Yeah, By the time he gets back, you'll have more bargaining power. I don't Absolutely. trust. I don't trust Grumbar. I do trust the guy who's with Doom of the Donkey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we give him the money. Him, Grumbar, and I'll go back. Send we'll just go write another letter. I think yeah. we have this handled. Second, we second needed letter. to level up some, so we've got to send him on a couple more quests before that. That's true. Yeah. 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 So he's not ready. Right. Right. Yeah. He's got mid level managers of a relatively <laughs> corporation. Send him on a few adventures so he can Perfect. make this guy a hero. Uh, so camping out, I'm imagining us in like the, the lee of a huge, like, root of a massive old tree secluded from the road. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but plenty rotten. Plenty rotten. Yeah. So. is like. Pretty far, like I said, at least 100 feet away from the yeah. thing that way. And our line of sight, so we don't have any campfire or stuff like that. It's going to be seen yeah. from the road. She seems emotionally exhausted and just goes right to bed. <laughs> In his tent. Mock will take first watch. Uh, I assume you guys were kind of will send Grumbar the message in the morning. Grumbar the message in the morning. Yeah, and we will kind of just march with our thoughts the way there. <laughs> He'd leave him all night. What are they going to tell me what they were talking about? I couldn't sleep all night. 
He just kept talking and replying to the messages if he actually said anything. <laughs> He's Hello? still Hello? Are you guys there? How does this work? They said what I needed to say. <laughs> Alright. Mm. Anything after that night? No one? Eight. Eight Ooh, that's not good. That night. Eight. Eight. It depends Eight. if I'm rolling for the unknown uh, yeah. skill of uh, something or uh-huh. if it's how well do things go for you, but it was the former. It could have been 20. Ow. Oh, that's loud. Passes. Infinite, infinite amount. Yes. The night passes without incidents. Each of you take guard, and nobody stumbles across your camp. As you said, it was off yeah, to the yeah, side, yeah. it was just secluded. Hmm. <sighs> well, now I can send. How far off the path were you? 100 feet. 100 feet. 100 feet on the path. Roll a quick 20. Everyone roll 20. Roll 20. Yeah. Who gets the highest? Wait, we all have to roll. Well. Not me. I got a 19, bitches. Good roll. Two. Five. At 19. On your again. second roll? Oh, you said roll again. Oh, re- re-roll, you might tie. also got a 19. Tied. I didn't hear that. Two. Wow, you went with a five. Um, I mean a 19 and then a five. Yeah. Uh, 19.5. <laughs> he did have first watch. Yeah. yeah, true that. Then it is in first watch. One mock as you are watching. You, uh, you do hear... A uh, hoofbeats as a uh, uh, as a large group are traveling down the road in the dead of night, which is unusual. Is it ram hoofbeats or, Tor- or is it horse hoofbeats? Torches, uh, torches ablaze. Ram- uh, like riding rams. <laughs> what a dwarves! Like what a dwarves ride. Rams. Rams. They're rams then. Mock and uh, and mock. <laughs> he hears the unmistakable sound. Of mithril clinking against iron, and he says, "Yeah," and he, and he and he simply just blows into his hand to warm him, knocks an arrow, and lets the, lets them pass. All right. But when the next person arises at watch, he says, "They've ridden past us, and they'll be ahead of us tomorrow unless you see them come back through. So keep your ears peeled." Mm. I'm gonna go drink. <laughs> Now my watch is over. I'm not going to sleep tonight. Of course not. <laughs> I've got the first dwarven ale I've had in two months. Delicious. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, as good as a nap. Uh, there's no further incident through the night, and no one else in the watch does see them return the other way. Hmm. Yeah. Are they heading to next morning? Silvery moon. Uh, in that direct, on that, in that, the same direction you guys were going. He yeah. says, "Well, the, the fact the that they've overtaken us means they likely have barred the road." He says, "We've got to make a decision whether we try to circumvent them, cutting cross country." Or punch our way through. And he looks at Berja, knowing the effect that that will have on her. I have no you interest in fighting other dwarves. But what if it is If it can be avoided. Master Baron, that might be unavoidable. If it can be avoided. We can walk through the forest. That doesn't if this is members do. of the host of the hall who have been given a lawful order to come and collect us, they are good dwarves who are following who are doing their jobs. He says, he says, How do you ask people, them that before you punch says, them? The people that come after us on this journey will most likely, the majority of them, be acting lawfully under the command of Amberhelm. That, to, to be clear, he is currently in the right in the eyes of the dwarven people. Am I, am I off on that? Mm. I don't think so. If he's he, sending people to come kill us, that's, that's beyond the pale. I mean, 
But do he, does everyone else know about that? He, do he will make up a reason that is lawful to send your brethren after us. I'm not saying we start attacking dwarves. I'm saying prepare yourself for moral gray area. I mean, he killed the And I'm spirit. saying let's avoid that if possible. I don't care if it takes us an extra day's travel to get around them. We do that. Well, not, We're not really in a rush. Well, You're mean, a good tracker, Ma, Ma eh? Looks at the yeah, dense woods. Send that, us over to land. Mal looks at the dense woods and he said he looks back to Scrim and he says, "Well, I'm a tunneler, but I don't see us digging our way to Silvery Moon. So, what chance do we have to make progress off this road?" He looks at Bear John Scrim. Mm-hmm. So, to the north of the road lies Ooh, the uh, forests of what does it say over there? Glimmerwood. It's actually not in my um, and Lula. Glimmerwood. That's that's the capital of the drought. But that's something in the. Basically, the mountains of Lura are. <laughs> Everyone who had a name of forest was like, okay. "What's a different thing that yeah. sounds but like?" Hang Berkeley. on, let me finish explaining. So, north is is the woods. To the south is the Evermores. A swampy, uh, a swampy bog. There is. It's a very large, um, a very hospitable land to our southern. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> with life of all shapes and sizes. I mean, the mirror of dead men Including is like one parasites. tenth the size. You've of this never encountered people, people can bury as many babies as they it's want without retribution. It's paradise, as far as I can see. The land of milk and honey, they call it. But it's like... Spider milk. It's like poisoned poisoned honey and milk that is turned. It's like a spicy honey. Have you had a spicy honey? I've not eaten spicy honey, Scrumcorn. I'm sorry, you misheard me like a spiky honey. Like it's, it's got thorns in it. No. It goes down. We remove the spikes from our honey before we eat them on our breakfast. Biscuits. I don't know. That sounds kind of interesting. To eat. To is it? Good is Lord, surviving it impressive? Take the thorns out of the pudding. He says, but your di- your displeasure upon hearing of the Evermores is the same as any dwarven guards that would be sent after us. Hmm. Could you lead us safely through it? <laughs> no check needed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then let's do it. Fuck enough for me. This sounds. Yeah. This sounds. Heading moist. south, off the civilized oh, path, no. our heroes head into the Evermores, yeah. one of the largest swamps and bogs Mears. in the east, in the western uh, fairgrounds. However, there is the high moor down below, which is way, way, way bigger. Um, wait, I keep not being able to find. High moor is where the barbarians. Uthgar. Oh, yeah. One could call it a bog, marshland, morass. Your finger is so close to it. Quagmire. Yeah. Ooh, this is nice, too. We should go there on our way. Stop it. We should stop eating all the great swamps. <laughs> they have really good mud. It's where people like to get. Scrimcorn a mud bath guy? I could totally see Scrimcorn being like a mud bath guy. Oh, yeah. Or like on a hot day with those bugs, just like slap on some cakes and be like, great. Yeah, no bugs on here. Cow pies. That's. Or cow pies. Yeah. He's wearing like all swaying, like swatting. He's like, 
Scrimcorn's you got a spot there. <laughs> just like Scrimcorn's got plate mail made of cow pies. <laughs> Plates of pie. Petrified. Only thing he smiles and just like <laughs> falls off. Korea. Yeah. Pie mail. Stirring up the smells. All right. As you head, <laughs> every time you move, it's getting... as you head into the Evermores, you immediately find yourselves Evermore. wet up to your knees <laughs> and waists in swampy water. There are no paths that go through this place. It is just a big swamp, and. Uh, even uh, even with Scrim as your guide, it is gonna be a wet journey. <laughs> Especially Scrim as a guide does not lead us through the dry path. <laughs> so I need to clarify something because otherwise, every time we go through something like this, I'm gonna be like, the armor is glimmering and Mock is soaked. Does the enchantment at all prevent like uh. things from like coming inside the armor? Right? Like it seems like there would be a practical aspect of this enchantment where like I'm walking through mud, but I don't get muddy. And the armor doesn't. Or is it like, hey, yeah, this isn't an, a watertight fucking suit of mail, which makes no sense, so therefore, I'm always muddy and it's always clean. Like, can we just determine it's, that real it's quick? the latter. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> it's like an aquarium. The gleaming armor remains gleaming, and what like, you every see... Every time you step out of it, like, the water just doesn't yeah, stick it, to it. Like, like Teflon, it just pours off, but inside you get... You have a, an increasingly muddy <laughs> and soaked dwarf. I'm imagining like risking trench foot here in the in, in, in Evermore. Yeah. High risk of trench foot. I'm gonna establish. High risk. It's not yeah, too long. Risking trench foot is just way underplaying. You're on the course. It's like stepping up to your knee in a in with a waterproof tennis shoe on. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's more like roll a d20 yeah. to see when you get trench foot. How deadly is it? <laughs> That's exactly right. And now, you know, that, that plays with how we've done it before, but I just wanted to make, make sure that was clear. Um, so it's a, it's a murky path through, but this is where Scrim is comfortable. And, uh, and throughout this day of travel, it is... Scrim, Scrim knows the telltale signs of like that's uh that's crocodile hunting ground right over there and that's uh, uh an over over there that's where flesh eating where the crocodiles are. hunt and it's um, like you clearly see we're clearly passing places where like wow that would have been awful if we'd been there and places where like why are we going there that seems like it's way better and Scrim just like sand like quicksand and we're like oh shit it gets a little tarry that way don't yeah we? quick question is, is it still tarry? cold in the swamp it's oh very, yes it's very cold okay. very cold because it is still the winter. <laughs> Cold swamp. So it's an icy swamp. Like a robot. Uh, yeah. I mean, there might be like... Swamps get icy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's icy. It's icy. You, it's, Think England. It doesn't get, uh, it doesn't get like solid over. It's yeah. just slushy. It's peat here. God. Constantly. Frozen trench foot. Yeah. Frozen. Ice so it's, it's frostbite and trench foot. That you're yeah. Doing. Trench so, bite. And hypothermia. And hypothermia. Oh, trench foot. And we keep having to push aside... Crocodiles that are just in hibernation mode. <laughs> <laughs> they're too cold. Just to make a rain. Scrims like that. Uh, Wrapped out of that. They won't wake up for a month. It's like a log. There's pests around. He's <laughs> chief and I'm like putting like mustaches on him. Mustache and glasses. Silly croc. Amazing. And it's uh, it's a day of travel through this and it is slow and it is rough. Are you guys going to force march through here, or are you taking more at an easy pace? Uh, easy pace. Baron votes. 
Marigold would, would, yeah. would, would uh, trudge through, but... Mark agrees. Yeah. Well, he's following uh, Baron, but Dreesen says, uh, shall I send a message to Grumbar, then? Fine, send it. Tell him to... Bloody hell. Yeah, balloon is so bloody obvious, you can see it from miles and miles away. Tell them to meet us. We need to keep our options open, Bear. Do we, we, don't, we don't know who's waiting for us. Just say we'll pay him the money, and then he comes as quick as he can. Do we even know where we're going to stop? Silvery Moon, right? Silvery Moon is still convenient to get to through the Evermore, so that was the fun. idea. Just stay off the road. It's a city. They'll have supplies or something there, yeah, sure. There, and, and he doesn't show, we'll, we'll message him then. Fine, send a message to Grumbar. Bar- oh, Baron is maybe saying this so against crazy. his better judgment right now because he is cold and wet <laughs> and tired. My wife never let me get cold and wet. Uh, um, <laughs> she was a nice dry towel for me. <laughs> She was <laughs> nice to snuggle with. Angus' eyes blue green, and he sends a message. Uh, Grumbar, we're hiring you to uh, balloon over to Silvery Moon. We'll pay you for your miles. See you soon. Is that it? Uh, How about, do you accept the job? Yeah. yeah. Do you uh, accept the job? When do you think you'll get me? <laughs> Grumbar is on his way. <laughs> Grumbar likes this group. Powerful payment. Grumbar thought you were dead. <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> That's a realistic expectation. Yeah, it <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> She uh, dropped us off and then we just disappeared for a week. Yeah. Well, we took the most. I think you also told him, like, hey, stick around here for a little bit. We might want to yeah, take it. Yeah, at least a few days. And then after a couple weeks, he was yeah. like, I don't think they're yeah. still here. We're terrible. It's, uh, <laughs> it's high noon when the growlers run out. <gasps> it lasted a day. Now you're back to generic house ale from the Alchemy Jaffa. Is it always the exact same ale, or is like somehow it's tapping into various ale supplies at different times? Just like it could have been better with the armor, too. It's not better here. (laughs) I'm glad you already know what I was going to say. Let's be be realistic. This is a fantasy world, but we're not living in our fantasies in our fantasy world. There's an elemental plane of ale, and it's just sapping Uh, from the endless ocean there. Exactly. And it's kind of bland. It's bland. Say that. that means elemental plane of mediocre and yeah. <laughs> That means there's also an elemental plane of mayonnaise. Yeah. Yes. And that, that brings me a smile in my heart. <laughs> wow. And a uh, two. I'm unplugging it. That's also one of vinegar. <laughs> and also one of vinegar. And for some reason, the vinegar is weirder to me. What about acid? <laughs> yeah, are we just glossing over that? That, that yeah. seems completely normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's already plains of fire and stuff. So, yeah. like, acid just kind of feels like in the general. But Manny's dragon? Manny's ridiculous. Manny seems trolly. Manny's dragon. dragon. Oh, is it anti venom an option? Hey. You know the plane of anti venom? No, I don't think anti There's no anti venom. Okay. In a world of sandwich rolls. Fresh and salt Okay, hold the plane. The funny. Oh, honey dragon. <laughs> we just. Oh, honey dragon. 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 Oh, honey dragon
to the Evermore to get to this place. Oh, I hate this place so much. Yes. Then one night. It says sad. Yes, nothing happens. And then one night. Indeed. While you are camping for the night in the Evermore, now I need to go around the table. What does your camp look like in the Evermore? For for options, Scrim would find us. Yeah. Albeit muddy and gross, it's not like the only place is going to be like three feet deep of. I'm imagining right. it's like wetlands, like, right? There's yeah, gotta be yeah. some humps. There are bogs, yeah. in, in, like, suggest so, an area yeah. that is, some is below sea level or water yeah. level, and some is above it. But if you want to set up your tent in yeah. the muck, you mm-hmm. can, but mm-hmm. it's just a shell mound left over from some yeah, lost civilization. Bearjaw's gonna construct mm-hmm. a very large hammock. There's no way she's sleeping on this weird-ass, boggy, buggy... Like, bogs, Not right? snowy yeah. ground. A, a lot of wet, but... Not a lot of trees. Too much. I mean, it depends on the bog. It depends on the bog. You're talking about in the picture that I was showing. That's yeah. No, I, I'm saying if it's like that, then it's like that. Like if you can if find one like that, more like dead a, tree, I you can use your like, great axe for the other side. Yeah, something. I mean, she'll tempt it, whether or not it's effective. All through the night, it's questionable. But that's uh, that's Bear Jaw's method is a, a raised sleeping platform of some kind, just because sleeping on the ground's gross. Baron usually is in a bedroll next to the fire. However, given the circumstances, would would Scrimcorn suggest we shouldn't have a fire because we're being followed? Also, flammable gases. No, I think I think Scrimcorn's gonna blow the fire out here because because we are, yeah. the The idea is they're not they're not gonna be looking for us here. Is what Scrim is yeah. claiming. He might be totally wrong. On and, that, and do but. the fires keep a lot of animals away? Yeah, I mean you're still gonna get eaten alive by bugs. Mm-hmm. Baron has sleeping good. in a bedroll next to the fire. Then. Yeah, yeah we found a, a shell mound, which is. Leftover shells of generations and generations and generations of people eat the crustaceans. Oysters. crustaceans around here. The freshwater crabs and such. Ooh. Oysters. Oysters. Crawfish. Crayfish. Crawdays. Are you catching fish and uh-uh. seafood? Uh-uh. And uh-uh. Scrim corn can supply a group yeah. with food. Yeah. Uh, I, I know he can. I'm asking. I'm going to say scrim corn's noodling. Where you stick your fist in a catfish well, scrim, hole? Scrimcorn, what is Scrimcorn doing? Um, I'm uh, uh, Scrimcorn is is spending all his time kind of navigating and stuff like that. Like he's not. Well, there's been a anyway. He's eating good berries. Good berries is is on the menu. We're eating good berries. He is not supplying the entire group full of fresh food. He's utilitarian, and that's a treat. Mock taps into one or two of his own rations, which he does keep. Yeah. keep. He doesn't want Scrim to go down and be like, cool, now we're in the desert, no goods. Just saying, it's a thing. I know. I, yeah, yeah, yeah gross. I, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely a thing, but All right. Baron's eating good berries and wishes he was eating more than a good berry for the day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so yeah, Scrim has not supplying, like, cooked 
He would sooner go for the mayonnaise. What? He's like, I don't know. It's so caloric. It supplies nutrients. Mayonnaise on raw catfish is a delicacy in these parts. Oh yeah, it just got his tent on the show mound. Oil veins uh, trying to find a balance because this robo summer does not improve swamp water. <laughs> so he's trying to like uh, stay a little bit more vertical. He's kind of just leaning against various types of objects. <laughs> I don't think he he gets a full night's sleep, but it's in various different locations. And he there's keeps a, having to move around. There does so. not prove <laughs> this method of yeah. sleeping. He's like it just right. makes the water warm. <laughs> Mocker really has a camp sure that's the road. <laughs> and so he does stay in his armor because you it's never just know. no, it's not a never know. It's just like he just doesn't feel at all home here, right? Like mountains, underdark city, that's fine. Forest, you know, he's not like been on playing marches, but a march through the swamp, like, there's just like. Like when he goes out to like on a march, it's with like a, a force, and he needs to get there fast. And it's always like you're not like you're you go to the through the swamp, but you're driven into the swamp. Otherwise, there's like nine out of ten times it's just better to take the road, right? Like you just like it's just so much faster. Like you only go in the swamp if you fucking have to. And here they are, yeah, one out of ten times. When yeah, the host of the hall is after you. Yeah, the host of the hall, and it's like I guess it's into the fucking swamp. Uh, so. Yeah, he's gonna stay armored up, and is is this like, yeah? I mean, we did a Constitution check, so I will roll that. Um, if you can tell me what that is, we did what, that. Why? Slept, what's the Constitution? He's sleeping sleep in his armor. armor. He's sleeping. Oh, because armor. you're staying in your armor overnight. So it was like a, a what you call it? it like we, for we, exhaustion. For exhaustion. We talked. We did it. We did it once on the, on the way to on Blessing Day. Yeah. And so yeah, roll. Give me your Constitution check. You see, twelve. I rolled a crit, so. You wake up better after. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just so tired. Locke is like, I never slept in a swamp, but maybe I should try this more. <laughs> he's like, he just, he finds like a perfect little nook and like that one bed of shells that just contours like a, like a lazy boy. Just like, like the whole body relaxes and like some of the juices just seep out of the armor and he's just falls asleep. <laughs> futon crafted by Jurgen himself. This armor is amazing. He dreams of being on like a lounge just being yeah. fed dwarf Would you rather be armor that's always clean or always comfortable to sleep? Oh man. Oh for him always comfortable but you know you can't pick your You want the really. sweatpants armor. <laughs> yeah I do. Fucking <laughs> okay, yeah I do. Give me yeah. did I get everyone? Uh, Scrim uh, you guys are reminded that Scrim leads a wretched lifestyle. He curls himself up in his cloak and sleeps in the mud. <laughs> the rat cat cloak? Literally, oh, yeah. literally the mud. And as Mr. Coombs would say, cotton kills, we're all, all wearing nothing but wool and linen, so, you know, it, keeps, fur, it keeps us that, warm even exactly. though it's wet. Exactly. We're doing great. Furs. Give me D20s. What kind of... Oh, just right. It's, an, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a randomizer. Five. Twenty. Five as well. Say the numbers. Yeah, whoever gets the highest. I believe it's Drewston. You guys tell us anyone got twenty-one. Drewston is on watch. He puts on his armor when he goes on watch, but he doesn't sleep in it. But he puts it on. He puts it on to go on watch. Wake me up a couple minutes early so I can put. Whoever wakes him up has to help him put his armor on. 
about an hour into Drewson's watch. His eagle eyes, for Drewson has the sharpest eyes out of everyone. Even has a feet that makes his passive perception better. Drewson spots the motion of the trees, the motion of the shrubs. The trees attacking us again? Moves in an unnatural pattern that any but Drewson's sharp eyes may just dismiss as the natural wind moving through. This won't bother anyone. But then he sees. It's a Dax. <laughs> hey guys. It's all back. <laughs> okay, so the thing with the door with the Goliath didn't work out. The greatest hunt in the world. <laughs> this will already be my name. Drewston <laughs> sees something shambling towards the group. <laughs> oh, a strange mound. <laughs> Shambling bogginess moves towards the group and we'll continue next week. Amazing. So glad we're in the small. God. I'm like, okay, cool. So we can avoid the dwarf fight, but we're just basically trading the dwarf fight if we head into that goddamn. No, but that's what you guys wanted, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, what we wanted. Hey, we Bear like made it very trolls. clear. He's like, not gonna fucking yeah. take up arms against the dwarves if we can avoid it. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's right. And we fought trolls. And we were in the snow. And we fought Goliaths and stuff. Hey, one less uh, shambling mound yeah. to terrorize the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only 12 billion.